and we are live how's everybody doing tonight my name is anthony brian logan and you're listening to you're watching abo live you could be anywhere in the whole wide world so i'm glad you're right here with me i definitely appreciate you for that it's been a whole lot going on a whole lot of things happening in the world of politics all over the internet all over the news all over everywhere and we're going to get into all of that your man, Juicy Smouye, Jesse Smollett, whatever he wants to call himself, got reindicted on basically the same charges. Um, disorderly conduct because he made up a fake hate crime, tried to start a race war, that type of thing. You understand what I'm saying? Will he get put in jail this time? Will he face a penalty for what he did back last year? Can you believe that it's been already a year since that whole thing happened? legendary situation unfortunate situation but legendary it's already been a year what will be the result of this hopefully he gets locked up but who knows also Nancy Pelosi's team is trying to get a video removed of her ripping the speech up that got put into a mashup of Trump saying a lot of great things about a lot of great people. Oh, it's censored. It's, it's not really the right way. This is out of context. We'll talk about that story in the previous one and much more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all for joining yet again. I most certainly appreciate you. Please like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff for me. That'll help me out tremendously. <laughs> Thank you all for joining yet again. You could be anywhere, but you're right here with me, and I most certainly appreciate you for that. It's a whole lot of stuff going on. I don't even know where to begin. Um, let's talk first about uh, Juicy Smouye. Now, I cannot wait to see if this guy actually goes to the penitentiary or something. Like, it can't just be he gets off. And, you know, the whole thing, the reason why he didn't have any penalty come his way last time is because of the relationships that he had in politics. You know, he had Tina Chen on his side. Tina Chen, I didn't even know that Tina Chen is the CEO of Time's Up. You know, Time's Up is this movement based out of, uh, I think, Hollywood or based, it's like the acting entertainment industry. Women are facing sexual harassment, this, that, and the third. I guess that's what it's about. Anyway, she's the CEO of that. She was also in Michelle Obama's White House. So, uh, I'm, I'm starting to just, you know, spin my wheels and get the gears clicking. Uh, if she's the CEO of Time's Up and also part of the Michelle Obama White House, I mean, where is the connection there? Is it a deep state type swamp situation? I don't know, but I'll move on. He had that connection through his sister, Journey, who was a big time movie star or sort of a movie star. She was at one point back in the day, but not so much anymore anyway. He's a celebrity. He has money. His, sister, his, his whole family is like a Hollywood family. He has that connection, leverages it. There's texts and emails and whatnot between Tina Chen and the prosecutor, Ken Fox, and maybe even the then police chief, Eddie Johnson. So there was so much corruption, so much foul play happening that the charges got dropped, which means he did not get convicted or acquitted. Now, Will he be brought back up on it and convicted? Who knows? But he most certainly earned it. If anybody earned a trip to the penitentiary, it was Juicy Smouye, a.k.a. Jesse Smollett. That is with 1,000% certainty. All righty. 
So hopefully he goes to the to the clink. You know, that whole thing, that that hate crime, that fake hate crime is legendary. I mean, you got all kind of skits made out of it. I mean, it, it, from the from the very beginning, it was unbelievable. It's like, sir, come on. You expect me to believe that um <laughs> you you expect me to believe that these two random people came out during a polar vortex, middle of the night, and attacked you with uh, a, a rope and some bleach talking about this is mega country and you f word n word from empire the whole thing was ridiculous from the beginning you, if you were talking about a harebrained scheme if you didn't know what a harebrained scheme was just look up justice smollett justice mouye whatever you want to call him and you'll see his case right there next to the term harebrained scheme you understand it was a total mess but yeah most certainly very dangerous because let's be clear he's saying that you got these two random white guys running around with MAGA hats on if anybody were to be unfortunate enough to have on a MAGA hat they could have come into Chicago for anything they could have you know gone to the airport or come to the airport from somewhere else uh just visiting their family they have on a MAGA hat it might be two of them they might get arrested they might get beat up by random people because they think that they have something to do with the whole Justice Mollett situation, or you could have sparked a race riot. There have been race riots recently in the country, but you know, not like yesterday, but you understand what I mean within the past few years under Barack Obama, 2014, 2015, hands up, don't shoot. Uh, Michael, what was his name? Um, I forget his name, Michael Brown, that's his name. Michael Brown and then Freddie Gray in Ferguson, Missouri and Baltimore, Maryland. You could have had the same thing happen all over again in Chicago because of this one individual talking about he got beat up. And then the crazy part about it that really kind of grinds my gears and burnt my biscuits is the fact that this dude was just trying to get more money on Empire. You know, it's a contract negotiation. It's like, sir, I'm sure you can do more things to get more money on your little show than to stage a hate crime. It's crazy. But we'll see if the um, new special prosecutor, Dan Webb, will get anything done. And also if the state's attorney might get some kind of penalty here, because obviously she was doing some improper things as well. So maybe the investigation shouldn't just center on Juicy, but it should also go to those that were complicit in the corruption to get the charges against Jesse dropped. But we'll see how that goes, certainly. Yeah, he's definitely going to the penitentiary. <laughs> yeah, most people, like a lot of people don't even know what uh, Empire is. I knew what Empire was, but I had, I've never seen it before. I just heard about it through the grapevine. Family members watching it, but I never watched it before. I have no idea. <laughs> and, and yeah, Juicy does love capitalism. That's right, uh, Dusty, because he was paying these big bodybuilder Nigerians to go out there and do particular things. And, you know, he understands contract negotiations. So you understand how much you got to pay people. You're not really, you know, minimum wage. Okay. Here's some money. Go out here and do X, Y, and Z. The government's not involved. Here's a check, which was the craziest thing. You wrote them a check so they could just track you. Okay. They already got their eyes on these guys. And then you wrote them a check. You just confirming their connection. But anyway, you believe in capitalism for sure. A lot of these people, I just don't understand what the what the big deal is. It's like they watch the mainstream media talking about how bad it is being a conservative, how racist they are, but they don't ever take time for themselves and think maybe it's not as bad as what I think. 
maybe it's actually okay to be a conservative. Maybe a lot of the views that they have coincide with me. You know, being able to make money and keep your own money, spend it for yourself rather than the government taking all your money for you. You know, just maybe that kind of makes sense, but a lot of people just don't think that way. Whatever. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you for joining. I most certainly appreciate you. If you like what you heard so far, please hit the like button. I'd appreciate it. And if you are not subscribed, please subscribe right now. And when you do subscribe, click the bell right beside the subscribe button. Once you click that bell, you're able to get notified when I go live and or post a new pre-recorded video. Yes, uh, BD, the idiot paid by a check. He wrote his name on the check talking about OS personal training. Sir, like if you want to get these same guys involved in the fake hate crime, maybe there shouldn't be a paper trail between you guys. Maybe there shouldn't be texts and phone calls and whatnot. This dude was buying drugs and just really sloppy and reckless. Like he wasn't going to get caught. You know, let us be a lesson to anybody out there. You're going to get caught. Okay. And it's not even that hard to find you. There are so many different ways that people can access your records and what you're doing and they can track you different ways. So just, you're not going to get away with it. Just don't do crime, do things right. The, the, the correct way. How about that? All right. But what else we got? We got a lot of going on here. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. Now, Nancy Pelosi's team is acting like the video from Turning Point USA that featured her ripping up the speech. And if I can uh, find that, I'll put it on the screen so you guys have like a little bit of a, a, a visual aid. But she's trying to act like, oh, the video wasn't real. It was, it, you know, it's, it's manipulated. It was edited. It's like, well, I mean, is that not you doing it? Is that, is that not you ripping the speech up? I mean, what's really going on? Let me know what's happening so I can be aware, so I can be wise about the situation. Okay, here we go. This is on my Facebook page, by the way. Search Anthony Brian Logan and like the actual uh, Facebook page with the, you know, the I guess I call it the business page. I'm trying to get that whole thing going. But I won't have the sound on. I just want you to hear what's happening I mean, part not here. I want you to see what's happening. If you're in the podcast part of me, I mean, you got to go look at it on YouTube. But you see what's happening. Trump's making points during the speech. You know, people that he's talking about are getting up. They're waving. You got this right here. You have a military family, uh, a wife and two little kids. I'm talking about like a little, little kid and like a girl's probably about uh, four or five years old, something like that. Okay. And then here comes the father gets reunited and then she turns up the speech. Okay. It's the same clip over and over, but the point is made when she ripped the speech at the end of the speech, she was ripping up all of the accomplishments people had, all of their hopes and their dreams and their, their joyous moments at the actual speech. She might as well had ripped it after every point that he made about an individual person doing something great or being a great person in general. So when they're talking about, oh, it's fake, it's not really real, it's ridiculous. Now, Facebook, they, their guy came out and said, oh, no, nah, we're going to keep the video up, ma'am, because it, it's not like you did not rip the speech and it's not like Trump did not say those words that he said in the video. It's not fake. Now, Twitter has kept it up as well, but there's a new policy coming out next month on Twitter 
that may have put a warning on this particular video because of the sequence of events and the timing. Okay. So since the speech ripping came at the end of the speech, they may say this might be kind of uh, misleading because it shows her ripping the speech after every point that's made. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, do we need to get babysitted like that? Can't we just understand what the point is here? I mean, we know, everybody knows that the speech ripping came at the end. Everybody knows that it's, it's not really a secret. So why must we do this thing? Why can't we be trusted to understand what basically a video meme is? Why is that so? I don't really know, but it is what it is. So that's not going to get removed at all. And I hope that more memes like this come out. And of course they will, because we got a whole lot of time yet to come in the you know election cycle. It's going to be a whole lot of things that are said, a whole lot of things that are done. I personally can't wait to get down to Super Tuesday. Joe Biden, man, man, oh, man. You know, I almost want to feel bad for Joe. And then I say, I don't feel bad for Joe because this guy is not a good guy. This guy, man, he's just... Joe Biden is a guy that is a relic. He is not somebody that can exist in this particular time. It's like he time traveled from the future or from the past, really. Like, like he's, he's stuck in the 70s or something, or the 80s. He's stuck back there when things were a little bit simpler in society. The way things are now, you got to have your, your gender pronouns in your bio if you're on the left. You, you, you know, you come into a space, as the cool kids say, and identify what you are, all this, that, and the third. Joe Biden, almost 80 years old, old school guy, he's not going to be prepared for all of that, okay? Now, Bernie is older than Joe Biden, but the thing that he has is the fact that he's willing to give you whatever you want. He's like your, uh, your, your granddad that will give you $20 every time you come by the house or a piece of candy. You understand what I'm saying? That he's he's the spoiled the, the spoiling grandparent. You send your kids over to the house, they come back with a bag of stuff and some money and everything else. Some toys, some money, some food. He's a spoiling grandparent. And a lot of these kids that have not really been able to grow up yet still believe in Santa Claus and they still want to go over the spoiled grandparents' house. That's what Bernie Sanders is, which is why he resonates with a lot of people on the left. And Biden does not. Now, the weird thing is that although Biden is performing very poorly in the primaries, he may do better in the general. Because in the primary, you have to cater to the far left, to those that are going to actually want to go out there and vote, to the kids that have not grown up yet and still look forward to going to their grandma house to get, you know, some some toys like, like they're five years old still. You understand what I'm saying? To the adults that don't understand economics and still want to be on the left. To the communists that want to just take over and bomb stuff and be violent. They all kind of coalesce around Bernie Sanders. You understand? And that's not necessarily going to be the majority of the voter base come general election. You're talking about regular normies that don't vote any other time except for the general election. So it's definitely going to be an issue. 1,000%. And you're right about that, James Robinson. Bernie's heart cannot take a full four-year term. You're right. The man did have a heart attack. That's a fact. He's 78 years old. If he were to be elected, he would be 80 years old in his very first year. 
not not just in his first term, in the first year he turned 80. That's way too old to be in the White House. I'm sorry. I mean, because at the end of a four-year term, you're 84. I mean, come on. Uh, what's a man's name that just passed away? John McCain died at 81. And he was dying at like 79 or 80. So, I mean, your time on earth is limited. You don't have forever. So I don't think a guy like Bernie Sanders would even really make it. And he should just kind of play it back and do something else. You did what I'm saying? So people talking about Andrew Yang, uh, RIP Andrew Yang, he dropped out. People are saying that he could have done better, maybe, but you have to be able to get all of the voter base. Who are gonna, who's gonna be more likely to vote? When you look at the primary, especially, who's actually out there voting? That's the question. And then in general, who's gonna be voting? Okay, Andrew Yang has an ability to get a very, very niche crowd the super intelligent or kind of woke how can i i can't really describe it those that are looking for a different face in a democratic party and they accept andrew yang as that and a, a little bit of a different gimmick the whole ubi thing it's just like bernie sanders but a little bit more hipster he's hipster bernie sanders a young hipster bernie sanders because Bernie Sanders says, free this, free this, free that, free that. Andrew Yang says, you can buy whatever you want with this free money. Rather than me giving you the thing in your hand, I'll give you the cash to be able to buy whatever you want. And I've seen some of the craziest things justifying UBI talking about, oh, well, people can, you know, get a new business and invest in some equipment. It's like, come on, man. You're not talking about people that really understand how to deal with money. People that... Just regular normies, they don't, they're not really going to be understanding how, like, okay, think about it like this. Black Friday, you may see people, on Black Friday, you may see people fighting in the aisles for a flat screen TV or for the chance to get into a raffle to get a flat screen TV. That's not even really that impressive. Um, when that new iPhone comes out, how much does that cost? Right around 1000 so I can, guarantee, I can guarantee you that a lot of UBI checks, if given out, would get spent straight on that iPhone. As soon as it drops, the iPhone, like all that UBI would do is make the new iPhone line quadruple in size. Guarantee you, because most normies, a lot of people that are in bad money situations, not all, not everybody, it's not a generalization, but a lot of people don't quite understand how to spend or save money that's just a reality and it's not anything to be ashamed of not everybody has that kind of education which is why it's not wise to give out ubi and then the cost i had a caller call in and say that the cost was going to be like three trillion per year <laughs> it's like sir how much is the budget like i mean you're getting to the point where it's absurd you got to pay that every year for what to to cause inflation to have people get this money and spend it on nonsense to spend it on junk that comes from a different country you would just increase the gdp of china by giving the americans ubi but i digress my point is that andrew yang has dropped out it was a smart move he was not polling very well now who's going to be next to drop out it should be tosi gabbard every day i look and i'm trying to search if tosi gabbard is still in the race why are you still here ma'am you have no real uh you know, no real business being here. Might as well go ahead and drop out. It's not really working out too well for you. 
Uh, you're not polling at, at all, really. You're pretty much at zero. A surprise here is Amy Klobuchar. Uh, the Yang's campaign go bankrupt. That's hilarious. <laughs> A1 or AI says $3,000 for the price of $1,276. Hilarious. But yeah, Amy Klobuchar is a surprise because I did not think she would be so high in the in polling or you know in the primaries. She came in third behind was that uh, Bernie Sanders in Booty Gig. She came in third. That's surprising. I think Biden came in fifth in New Hampshire behind Pocahontas. If I'm not mistaken, he came in fourth in Iowa behind. Uh, it might have been Bernie or Pete. No, you know, one, one A, one A, B, whatever. And then uh, Pocahontas, number three, Biden, number four, Klobuchar, number five in Iowa. So Joe Biden has left Iowa. He left Iowa last night when the thing was still going on. You were still getting results in and whatnot. He was seeing that they weren't doing very well. He knew he wouldn't do very well in New Hampshire. So it was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go to South Carolina. I think his objective in South Carolina is to see if he continues to poll very high there. And also, he can say, I won't drop out because I'll do good right here in South Carolina. If he does not win South Carolina, he'll probably drop out. Because Super Tuesday is right on in, in March 3rd. South Carolina is February 29th. Okay, leap year day, whatever. Nice, nice little gimmick anyway. Theirs is the 29th of this month in South Carolina. That'll be Joe Biden's big stage. He'll probably knew, he'll probably lose Nevada as well, but he may say, okay, we're not doing very well. We're getting beat up to that in the third, but South Carolina, we still got South Carolina. Um, I don't know about that one. I, I really don't know. Matter of fact, when is a Nevada primary? Uh, is it a primary or a caucus? I think it's a primary. Let's see when that is. Yes, it's a caucus, and that's um, the 22nd. So that would be next Saturday. Now, <laughs> shouldn't Joe Biden be in Nevada? Because South Carolina is on the 29th. But he left New Hampshire yesterday while the whole thing was still going on and went straight to Columbia. So, or Charleston, wherever he was. So it was like, what are you doing? You're just focusing your energy on one state. You know, you're going to lose. You already lost Iowa. You got stomped down in New Hampshire. You'll lose Nevada as well. He'll, he'll drop out soon enough. But who's going to be next? Who's going to be the nominee? Is it going to be Bernie? Is it going to be Boot Edge Edge? I think at this point, it's a three-dog race. You have Bernie, Booty Gig, and Amy Klobuchar. Who's going to be the nominee? If they pick Bernie, they, I, think they, I think they have to pick Booty Gig. They got to pick Booty Gig because Bernie, they don't want, number one, they don't want Bernie. The DNC did not want Bernie in 2016. They don't want him even more now because he's elderly and not well. He had a heart attack. No matter how you cut it, you can't be 78 years old, have a heart attack and get better from there. That's not how it works. You, you don't improve in health at that particular age with a heart problem to the point where you had a heart attack. Okay, so they don't want to see him out there on the campaign trail having a medical emergency. They don't want that. That's not going to be good for the entire party or for the nation, quite frankly, to see something like that. It'd be pretty, be pretty distressing. And Klobuchar may not be able to get enough of the votes 
in the primaries. So I think it would be Booty Gig. Bernie claims victory in New Hampshire. I think he got the most votes in New Hampshire from when I've been able to see. Uh, maybe I don't have all the results in, but it's, that was kind of a foregone conclusion because uh, Bernie is a senator of Vermont. Neighboring state is right there. So it just kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah. Let's let's let's, let's be clear, uh, James. All three of them, any three, anybody on the left will lose against Trump. That's that goes without saying. That's not even <laughs> that, that's not even a thought in my mind. I think we all know that. But it'd be interesting to see who's going to be the candidate, who's going to be the guy that's the front runner, who's going to be the pick. All right. Also, Mike Bloomberg has some tapes that came out kind of controversial talking about stop and frisk. Stop and frisk was not necessarily the main part of the tapes that probably got him in trouble. The main thing was his, uh, you know, talking about 95 percent of the, the criminals share one M.O., minority males. People get really mad about that. But how mad are they? I've not seen much coverage of this from the lamestream media. Maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe it has been on the mainstream media. Maybe I've not seen it. And to be honest, I've been working. I've been reading a lot of news. I've not been watching a ton of news. I've been reading more news than anything. And that. Have watched some news, but definitely not from the left. I've been reading their news and not watching it. You understand? So maybe it's been on their networks. I don't know. I don't think that the Democrats want to highlight something like this. But, you know, one thing I thought about before, after I did my video about Mike Bloomberg is the fact that he probably put his own audio out there of him talking about uh, minority males doing most of the crime in New York City and supporting Stop and Frisk. He probably put it out there himself to have an excuse to drop out of the race because I think he was never really trying to win the candidacy. He was just trying to bypass the campaign finance law to put out negative Trump ads. But the funny part is that if you put out negative Trump ads as a Democrat and then you have audio of yourself coming out talking about, you know, most criminals are minority males and I support stopping and frisk and you know, slam them against the wall, take their gun. When something like that comes out, you're a big time hypocrite for saying that Trump is somehow wrong or racist or something like that. Some kind of negative thing because he wants to have a border wall on a southern border. You can have stop and frisk in New York City just on regular citizens that happen to be American. Right. And that's fine. But if Trump wants a wall on a southern border to keep out non-citizens and to keep Americans safe, that's wrong. Your justification for stopping frisk is safety. And I understand. I, I get it. You know, you got a lot of crime and violence in these areas. You want to keep your constituency in your city of New York safe. I get it. I understand. I empathize with you, sir. However, understand our point on the right. When we say you want a wall on the southern border to do the exact same thing for the entirety of the nation, not just one city in the northeast. Very simple. So his ads are meaningless at this particular point, you know, and, and he was friends with Trump, went golfing with him. So now all of a sudden you want to run negative campaign ads. How much did you spend to have it all be for not? He spent millions of dollars on these negative campaign ads. He's not going to win. So you don't get even a nomination out of it, let alone the presidency. 
and they are going to be less effective now that you are seeing Michael Bloomberg as a racist. I don't see him as a racist, but he is seen as a racist by many. And it was hilarious to see uh, Bloomberg's, I think it might have been <clears throat> social media person, is a black woman trying to like uh, jump through hoops mentally, mental gymnastics to try and defend it. Oh, you thought that was bad? What about Trump? It's like, ma'am, let's 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 bypass all that. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Your boss, your guy said that about minority men between the age 16 and 25. If Trump say anything like that, the girl wouldn't be like, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't that bad. Trump's not a racist. She would seize on that moment and say, see, I told you Trump is a racist. Look at what he said about minority men. Look at how he supports Stop and Frisk. You would say that about him, but not about Mike Bloomberg. Same thing with the lamestream media. If Trump said what Bloomberg said, that's all you would see from now until forevermore. It, it, every hour on the hour, every minute on the minute, you would see that particular clip. So the more I see from the left, the more I know how hypocritical they are. But it is what it is. And I thank y'all for joining yet again. Please like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. If you're listening to this on an audio streaming platform, please support it over there. I guess you can share it, maybe uh, like it, put it in a playlist or something like that, you know, and tell a friend and tell a friend. And if you don't know anybody that was not here the last show or the one before that, this particular show you're listening to right now will be available as an audio-only podcast. Uh, right now, it's on a few platforms. There is a link in the description box below to check out the previous ones. And what I'm going to do is upload this podcast you're listening to right now on Friday. I'm going to try to get it up by like Friday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern. And the Saturday podcast will be up Monday morning. I'm going to try to be up by 9 a.m. Eastern. So this podcast will be available audio only on your favorite platforms for podcasts. Um, what uh, Stitcher? Uh, what's what's a good one? Spotify, Apple. It'll be on Apple as well, but it may take a little while to get it approved over there. Um, Anchor FM, of course. A lot of different platforms it'll be available on, and the link to that is in the description box, and I'll put it right there in the chat box as well. Alrighty. But thank y'all for joining yet again. I appreciate you. Shout out to the Super Chatters right quick. Uh, who we have? We got shout out to BD for the emoji chat who says, you are amazing. I appreciate you. Shout out to Barbet who says, on God, I just got a bad feeling of Sanders elected and Warren or Pete as VP just waiting. Oh, wow. <laughs> what you mean? Like not elected, but selected to be the uh, Democratic candidate for 2020. The nominee. Now, if Bernie Sanders got elected, I think he may put Pocahontas in there as his VP. Maybe. But then again, you know, Pocahontas came at him talking about, hey, did you call me a liar on TV? Did you just call me a liar on TV? So after that little kerfuffle, I'm not sure if that'd be his VP pick. I don't know about that one, but definitely Boo Edge Edge. He, he could be the VP if bernie was to gain a nomination or who could who else could it be could he pick deval patrick that could happen that'd be hilarious if he picked deval patrick if he picks deval patrick i know this is all smoke and mirrors because deval patrick is an obama guy who just got put into the race last minute 
He doesn't have any kind of support. Nobody really knows who he is, but he's not dropped out yet. He's still hanging around. What will end up happening is he may go to South Carolina, give a big speech somewhere. It gets all over the Internet. It gets a lot of attention. He searches in the polls. Then he becomes the, you know, the VP, uh, you know, how can I say the, the VP favorite? But then again, maybe not, because it may look bad optically to have old white guy as a president and then black guy who is not young, but not as old as Bernie to be the vice president. So we'll see how that works. But thank you for your donation. And shout out to JC, who says it's going to be the number one gun band fundraiser like Bloomberg. He is going to buy his way to the top. Yeah, Bloomberg's finished. Um, the fundraising at this particular point, it seems like it's it's not meaningless, but it means less than it did in the past. You got to have social media and op, like viral moments to really become popular nowadays. Thank you, Lisa, for your donation. Who said number one fan with the emoji? I appreciate you, Lisa. Thank you for your, uh, you know, most certainly, you know, really, really appreciate you. Uh, Justin Miller says, Justin, random question of the day. Most interesting conversations to be a fly on the wall for Obama's with Hillary during the Benghazi attacks or Obama's with Eric Holder during Fast and Furious. Oh, wow. Very good win. Um, I want to say, I think we pretty much know how it went down with Fast and Furious, not Fast and Furious, but with Benghazi. I want to hear Obama and Eric Holder during Fast and Furious. Like, what was going through their mind? What were they going to try to accomplish? Was there something else going on? Were they trying to infiltrate? Were they trying to flood Mexico with guns to increase their violence so they could flood the border or have an excuse to flood the border with quote unquote refugees? Like, was there an ulterior motive there or was it just pure incompetence? That's what I want to hear about the whole Fast and Furious kerfuffle. Uh, Benghazi would be interesting as well to see what Hillary said. Hillary is like dead jackal. I mean, she is really a dangerous woman very dangerous which is why the democrats uh probably wanted her to be the president because they didn't want to get suicided they didn't want to get whacked randomly in their sleep so i was like okay i don't want to take the blame for hillary not getting a nomination let me get her in here by any means necessary i'm gonna do whatever i can to make her be the nominee because i don't want to get hurt that could be it who knows but we'll see. And thank you all for joining. I really appreciate you. What else we got going on? Like I said, there's a whole lot happening. Oh, I, I said Andrew Yang dropped out. <laughs> now, that's no surprise to anybody. Everybody saw that coming. Oh, the elderly Trump supporters being attacked in Jacksonville, Florida. So if you guys didn't see the video or for a quick recap, you had two elderly people. I think it might have been women above 65 volunteering for the Duval County GOP. They're out at a Jacksonville Walmart with a tent that has like Trump stickers and just stuff. You know, they get people to come vote, register to vote. So they're trying to get people to come register to vote, handing out stickers and whatnot. Here comes a guy. I think he has a van. And before the attack, he's in his van and he waves at them. So they thought he might be trying to get a sticker or something like that. Some some campaign paraphernalia. Or some campaign merchandise, better word to use. Anyway, rather than coming out to them and talking, shaking hands, getting a sticker, he 
accelerates in this vehicle and drives straight towards the tent with people in it. Now, luckily, nobody was injured. Nobody got any kind of way damaged by this. And I think the only reason why one person got out the way, one of the senior citizens, is because somebody saw the guy revving up and speeding, and they said, get out the way, move. And they were able to dodge the car, the van, whatever it is, just in time. If not for the dodge, it could have been a tragedy. First, it was, we didn't know if the guy was on medication, if he was on drugs or whatever. Then he came out and said, yeah, I did it. So what? What are you going to do? I tried to run them over. I did it intentionally. Oh, well. He was in court acting up, winking at the camera, all kind of stuff. Now, in the court documents, it says he's part of a particular group, but it does not say what the group is. Now, judging by his appearance, you have a 27-year-old white male, funny haircut, um, you know, trying to hurt Trump supporters. I'm thinking Antifa. Antifa has proven themselves to be more and more violent, more and more violent. Now you got guys straight mask off doing whatever they want to do. And at the same time, you have people trying to take guns away. I just don't understand. You have people that are very dangerous that need to get messed on times with firepower. Because if you are driving the vehicle towards me, like you are accelerating towards me, trying to hit you, try, trying to hit me, I'm going to stop you. Or get out the way or do something. If I got a gun on me, I might be able to go ahead and defend myself that way rather than getting run over. Even if I dodge, you may try to veer your car and hit me. I don't got no time for that. Take this hot lead and have a good day. How about that? That would be the best way to solve it rather than just, you know, trying to run and hide, basically. But, yeah, these Antifa guys got to get stopped 1,000% sure. All right. But it's a whole lot happening. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Alien workshop. Now, there's going to be some restructuring happening here come uh, election time. The House gets voted in every two years. Some in the Senate, maybe up for re-election, maybe, but I'm not sure they do. I think six year terms. But the House every two years. AOC got into the House last year. Not last year, pardon me, 2018. So it'd be two years this year. So you have people running against her. I, I think somebody, I think it's it's a really crowded field, actually. You got Antoine Tucker running. I think you have the the Jamaican lady, the black conservative woman, Jamaican woman. She's running. You have a former MSNBC contributor running, also an Hispanic person. You have quite a few people running for that seat. It's not just AOC by herself because when she got the seat, it was just Joe Crowley and he was basically running under polls every time. Here comes AOC that comes in primarism, gets a nomination. I mean, you know, she she is able to beat him in an election, basically. All right. So now you're going to have a crowded field, multiple people with high profiles, people that get social media followings and whatnot. And also... This election cycle, you're going to have people come out that don't vote any other time and they're going to vote straight ticket Republican. They're going to vote red, 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 straight down the ticket because of Donald Trump being the incumbent. Did you guys see the difference in the incumbent primary voting for Trump versus 
Slick Willie, Obama, and George W. I'll put it up on the screen right quick if you haven't seen it. This is crazy, but it shows what's happening now. In case you can't see it, in case you're listening to it just on audio only, 1996, this is for the incumbent voting in New Hampshire, you know, in the primary. 1996, Bill Clinton had 76,000 votes. 2004, Bush had 53,000 votes. 2012, Barack Obama had 49,000 votes. And with not even 100% reporting, Trump has 120,000 votes. Still got 13% left that have not reported in that particular number. I mean, these numbers are crazy. You're talking about almost triple Obama. More than double Bush. I mean, the enthusiasm behind Trump, the amount of support that he has, I think is not really going to be totally appreciated until election time. Because remember, in 2016, he was never in politics before. We knew who Trump is and we, we knew who he was. We know who he is now from being on TV and just being Trump. But nobody thought about him as a politician. But now you have a great economy. You got a lot of things happening that are very good. You don't have any kind of race riots like you had under Obama. Things are going well. So with that and with Trump having a very high approval rating in general from the Republicans, he's going to get a massive support from the right and also some from the left. Just in general, he'll be able to get a lot of uh, turnout for the election come 2020. Okay, I'm seeing these rallies all over the place, New Hampshire, everywhere else. And they're talking about how much they really want to see Trump get back in office all walks of life, all races, it's really a phenomenon. The left cannot duplicate the phenomenon. So what are they really going to do? I don't know. Did Deval drop out? When did he drop out? Hold on. Let me see if Deval dropped out. If he did, okay, he dropped out. Oh, he, he just dropped out. Okay, it happened today. All right. <laughs> Mother Jones says, the campaign that made the least sense has come to an end. Talking about Devon Patrick, that's hilarious. But he may come back, though. You're not, this ain't the end of Devon Patrick. He may come back as a vice president or like in some other way in the administration. Not in the administration coming up because it'd be Trump again, but he may come back. He may do something else. Okay. But I think the reason why he ran is because he was like, prompted to do it by Barack Obama, but he came in a little bit too late. I'm not sure what he was going to accomplish in that short amount of time, aside from just getting his name out there for something else. He wasn't going to really make a, any kind of, uh, any kind of waves out there right now. So I don't really see the purpose of him doing that aside from just trying to be a VP pick from another loser, but it is what it is. Oh, let's talk about Dwayne Wade's son. Now, this is crazy. I just did a video on this. If you guys don't know, Dwayne Wade, uh, former um, NBA basketball player, will be a Hall of Famer when he goes um, up for nomination or when he's eligible for nomination. He will be a Hall of Fame basketball player, one of the best ever to do it, one of the best Miami Heat players ever, right there with like Alonzo Mourning and others. His son, 12 years old, came out as transgender. Now, let's back up a little bit. 
The son went to the Pride Festival, I think, with Gabrielle Union, which is Dwayne Wade's wife, not his mom. Not his mom, I repeat. I don't know how his mom feels about the whole transgender thing. Now, they, they knew he was gay, but being trans at 12 years old, look, you can do whatever you want to yourself as an adult. You can identify as a blank thought. You can identify as a slice of carrot cake on your birthday with a candle on it and some sweet tea on the side. You can identify as whatever you want to. That's your business. But little kids should not be able to do that. Underage, if you're not an adult, you shouldn't be able to do it. Okay. If you got to be 21 and smoke cigarettes, why can you change your whole gender at 12? It doesn't make any sense. It's, the logic is just not there. I feel like this is kind of a new thing that kind of came out of nowhere. These kids getting sex changes or not sex changes, pardon me, but um, they're identifying as a different thing. Changing their pro, this is, this is kind of a new thing, but it shouldn't be allowed. It should be seen as child abuse, quite frankly. Okay, that whole thing with that, that person, Jazz Jennings, they had a whole reality show based upon this person uh, being transgender. How was this legal? How was it okay? And then you're going to blur the lines of consent. If a 12-year-old can consent to being a transgender, what else can they consent to? Now we're getting into the weird stuff, the Jeffrey Epstein type situation. You understand what I'm saying? Do not allow children to change their gender or to identify as something else. As a parent, you got to have more of a responsibility from yourself to make sure that this is the case, to make sure that they're not just going out there and doing whatever they want to do. Okay. I mean, last I checked, parents kept kids in check, kept kids in check. That's what they do. That's their job to do that. But maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe I'm old fashioned. Maybe the way I was raised is not the way that we do things anymore. We just let kids do whatever they want to do. That's not how it's supposed to work at all. Okay. But thank you to everybody that's here. I most certainly appreciate you. All righty. And shout out to uh, Wayne for the donation. I definitely appreciate you for that. And what else we got here? It is child abuse, 1,000%. Ain't no question. Right, XX chromosomes, woman, XY man. It's not really hard to understand. It's, it should be pretty simple. It, it shouldn't really be a difficult thing to to really grasp you understand what I mean but hey it is what it is all right but thank y'all for joining yet again I most certainly appreciate you we got a whole lot of things happening I'm gonna get to the calls in a little bit but getting back to uh Dwayne Wade's child let's talk about EJ Irvin Johnson Jr. That's Magic Johnson's son. You know, Magic's name is Irvin, of course. Now, when he was younger, uh, EJ, that is, he had this, like, uh, cafeteria lady type of look to him. He was overweight. He appeared to be a woman, just a real big black woman. That's what he appeared to be. But then as he got older, he looked more masculine. It's like, well, wait a minute. You know, this is not, you, you like, what if he was the same when he was young, I want to be a woman. I'm going to be transgender. I'm going to have hormone replacement. I'm going to have gender reassignment surgery and stuff like that. 
he regretted. He most certainly regretted. He looks like he he looks more masculine now. He's still gay, yes, but he's not the same way he was. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put a picture up. This is not gonna be anything weird or gross. So if you got kids, it's okay. It's just gonna show you how he has transformed himself and how he looks more like a man, which is probably what he wants. Now, hold on. Let's get this more in focus. Okay. Now, you see what I'm talking about. Okay, hold on. People, it's like a video in the background playing. What you see on the on the left. Hold on, excuse me, I got to sneeze. <coughs> excuse me, but you see on the left, that's EJ right there when he was younger. He's not a teenager right there. He's an adult, if I'm not mistaken. But you see the whole look, right? You see this whole uh, strong black woman type of, you know, single black mom situation going on right here, right? Okay. He's not, he's just, he's just really big. He's just overweight right there. That's all. He doesn't have any kind of stuff going on. And then right here is him now. Clearly still gay, but you could tell us a man. He's not trying to look like a woman. You know, he probably stronger than everything. He's my size. I'm 6'2", 6'3". He's the same size as me. His dad is Magic Johnson, so obviously he's going to be tall. So what if he decided to just stay right there permanently and not really be able to go back or to make this look be permanent by getting surgery? You understand what I'm saying? Like not even just not losing weight, but also accentuating it with surgery. Over here, he looks like a man. He looks like a six foot three version of Prince, this dark skin, in my humble opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but whatever. So that's my point. If you're 12 years old, maybe you're going through a phase. You might be gay, but maybe you're not going to be transgender. Maybe you might feel like you're kind of soft and feminine, but you don't want to chop off your twig and berries. Maybe you want to keep that. You understand what I'm saying? So it is what it is. It's simple. And it ain't no hate and nothing like that. This is just, you might regret doing a thing that's that permanent to yourself once you get to be older. Everybody's gone through a phase when they were a child. Aside from the, the gender situation, everybody had a phase. You know, you might have gone through a goth phase if you're a young lady. You might have been putting on the, the, the black lipstick and the eyebrows. What if you permanently tattooed the lipstick on your lips and the eyebrows on your eyebrow? And now here you are, 35 years old, looking like 2001 at a Scott concert. You're going to regret it. It's simple. It, it really ain't nothing else to it. All right. But thank y'all for, oh, hey, that, that's that's a good point, uh, Darren. Gabrielle using Dwayne Wayne's kit to stay relevant. Yeah, I, thank you for that point. I almost forgot about that point. I need to tackle that whole thing too because I feel like this whole thing is being commercialized, okay? It, it's being commercialized. They're going on Ellen and... You know, it was at the Gay Pride Parade and you're on TV talking about it, Instagram talking about it. Are you trying to make that boy be some type of, uh, some kind of money magnet? Are you trying to gain inroads into the LGBTQ, ABCD, EFG community through that boy? It's it's really unfortunate. It's really unfair. Okay. It's, it's just not right at all. 
But thank you to OMG WTF who says Nigel Farage got a hoax call from us today. Oh, uh, what happened? What what was the situation? Yeah, Gabriel Union. Yeah, it's it's a whole mess. And and a, and a part of and the the main thing that really kind of bothers me is that the boy that's quote unquote transitioning is not her child. That's his first wife's child. It's not her child. And she's doing these things. She's out there with him, moving and grooving. I'm not. I'm not a big fan at all. Yeah, Dwayne Wade, great basketball player, but the, but the situation is just really messed up. It really is. And I don't think that he really understands how to deal with it. I don't think he really knows how to deal with it, but he should. Yep. But see, you're going through a phase temporarily. Exactly, SOBC. He went through the gangster phase, the big white shirts. Hey, I, I was buying so many big white tees. I would get them wholesale from the Koreans. I'm dead serious. I went in there one day and was like, hey, man, can I buy these wholesale? Can I just like, you know, and they, they were cool. They, they let me have them wholesale. I was buying white T-shirts by the package, like these these big giant T-shirts that could have been a dress on a, a young lady. I would have those just in, just constantly. I wear them for like two days and throw them away. Yep. So I went through that whole thing, too. But you, you grow out of it. You're not going to permanently just stay stuck right there. You're going to grow and evolve. When you're getting things done to yourself to make permanent changes, you're going to regret it. Yeah, the whole thing with Kobe. Oh, let's talk about Kobe right quick. I, I'm glad you brought that up, Rapper 10,000. That is a great uh, segue into my next point I wanted to make right quick. Uh, Snoop Dogg apologized to Gail King. And this is a true apology, not not the one where it was like, you know, um, it, it was one that he gave like a few days ago. I ain't talking about that one. I'm talking about... Um. Uh, hold on. This one is a true apology. If I could find it, oh, here it is, right here. Let's go ahead and put this on the screen. And let's see. Coming at you live and direct with a message. Two wrongs don't make no right. When you're wrong. So with that being said, Gail King, I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotion. It sounds kind of bad on this. I don't know what he was doing. He might have been holding the speaker at the bottom so he couldn't hear himself. So like he couldn't get the voice recorded properly. But basically he's saying, uh, so with that said, he was like, I, I tore you down. Is that in the third publicly? So with that being said, Gail King, um, oh, okay, let's, let's start over. So with that being said, Gail King, I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions. Me being angry at questions you asked. Being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacted. I should have handled it way different than that. Uh, I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. So if you didn't hear that, the key thing here is, so I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. 
Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me, so I want to let them know that. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Have a good day. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately one day. Have a good day. Well, there it is. So this is like a, a straight apology. I'm sorry. Please call Susan Rice off. I don't want to get a drone strike on my head. Call her off. I don't want to have the FBI coming to my crib. Please save me. I don't want to get super. That's, that's what that was. Because before all of that, it was this, your dog head, funky B. All of this that in the third. But now it's, oh, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. All right. <laughs> hey, Stoop Dog was a funny guy. And that, that is on his Instagram page right now. Go to it. You can find it. Go to go to Stoop Dog on Instagram. It's right there. Right on this page. Straight from his house. Alrighty. But hey, that, that's your boy. Hey, you know, somebody got this. Susan Rice, I'm telling you. Susan Rice came and said, back to F off, Snoop. When she said that, he backed off. Because he knows what time it is. He knows how these elites operate. You know, he's in the entertainment, he's in Hollywood, been there for a long time. He knows how these elites operate. So he don't want to have any kind of real issues come his way. But messing with Gail King. Now, if you don't know what's going on, Snoop Dogg had disrespected Gail King, who was Oprah's best friend, because she interviewed Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant after he passed away. And Gail King asked Lisa Leslie about the rape allegation that Kobe had back in 2003. He said, when he initially came out and said something, that she was wrong for doing it, uh, it'd be your own kind and do something to you. Basically, she was in the wrong in his eyes for asking that question. So he was upset with her for doing that because it was like disrespecting Kobe Bryant, who's not here anymore to defend himself. That's kind of what it was about. So he went too far and was like, I'm going to see you in person, your funky dog head, B word, all this, that, and the third. So when he said that, and Kenneth was kind of doubling and tripling down on it, Susan Rice came out and said, uh-uh, nope, back off. And then it was over. Yep. <laughs> Omar Adams says TMZ has the before and after videos. Hey, the before and after videos are hilarious. Hilarious. Hey, Martha is nowhere to be seen. Martha can't like what, what can Martha do? Martha is pretty much bound by the same elites. She knows what time it is. She's not said one word to defend her friend Snoop. Not at all. Why would she? I mean, look, she could have still been in the penitentiary. It's like, look, sir, you got your own problems to do with. You got to do with it. It's not my business. How about that? How about that? Yep. <laughs> I, sock, I did a video on the actual situation, so the video may be better for you to watch so you can understand what's going on with Snoop Dogg and Susan Rice and Kobe and everything else. I... I explained it pretty well in the video. And also, matter of fact, a better way would be to read the description because in the description of that video I did, I kind of explained it pretty well, you know. But uh, thank you all for joining. I most certainly appreciate you. We're going to get to the calls in a few here. 
If you don't know, the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Do not be afraid to call. It is all good. The phone lines will be open in a very short period of time. Oh, yeah, Snoop Dogg is most certainly a faint gangster. Snoop Dogg, you know, is from L.A. And I think became an actor once he started to be a rapper. You know, he may have had some street stuff back in the day that he was doing, but once he got to being in the music industry, he became an actor. You know, you may know Snoop more for being a persona and from being on TV, doing different, like the roles, the comedy roles and Martha Stewart and stuff like that. He's an actor at this particular point. He's not a game banger anymore. Okay. Snoop's kids live in... Um, the hills and he, he's not part of that life anymore. You know, he's like, gotta be about what? 50 at this particular, hold on. How old is Snoop? 48. He'll be 50 in, um, two years. <laughs> so he's not even part of that life anymore. It is what it is. Has corn pop endorsed Biden? Ha ha ha. I don't think anybody would endorse Biden. And you know what? Speaking of endorsing Biden, I think Barack Obama had the right idea by not endorsing Biden, talking about, oh, I don't endorse until after the primaries are over. Okay, that's a smart move, because if he endorsed uh, Joe Biden, it'd be looking real bad right now because he's a stone cold stomp down loser. At this point, they may drop out any day now. Okay, yeah, the movie, baby boy. Exactly. Trailer Park Boys, was he in that? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> he's been in many movies because he's an actor at this particular point, not a game banger at all. All right, let's get into the calls. Let me get to my Skype, make sure it works properly. Yeah, Biden is pretty much finished. It's a wrap. It's, you know, I don't, I don't see a way forward for Joe Biden. So it's pretty much a wrap. All righty. Let's get to... Let me see, make sure this is working. Okay, and speakers, good money. All right, the number to call is 434-658-1220. Fix my camera right quick. There we go. All right, call you on the line, 917, who am I speaking to? It is Damien from NYC. All right, man, what's going on? Hey, what's up, yo? What's up, man? Just, I'm from here from NY. You know, I listen to the radio station, like, High 97, Power 105.1. And they always talking about, like, vote for anybody but Trump. Like, they don't really care about policies. They're just saying vote for anyone but Trump. Like, it's irritating, man. And they're so biased. They, they, they don't mention anything that Trump has done at all. Like, oh, he's just doing what he's supposed to or the president's supposed to do. And I'm like, what? Isn't that contradicting itself? I'm not sure what's wrong with these people, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. I mean, I feel like they kind of are in the pocket for the Democratic Party, for uh, the DNC, for the mainstream media. They, they could be part of the mainstream media because you're on the radio, you are doing media. So it could just be part of that. They don't really have any reason. They're not, they won't get into any kind of deep reason because it's all about trying to push one particular narrative, trying to beat Trump some kind of way. And that's that's pretty much all that they have. They, they won't have any policy at all. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you know Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. 
Well, he, he, he does the radio show on High 97 early in the morning, but then in the afternoon, he goes to the radio station ESPN with Mike, Michael K. Uh. And he's like, he's like a different character, but he does says, he does like his, he does says that he really doesn't support Trump, but they don't really try to get into the politics field. I'm assuming it's for the, for the ratings and stuff like that. But he's like a different character where he's in the ESPN compared to Hot 97. He's all out open talking about bashing Trump and all of that. Yeah, you know, they know what to, they know what to do depending upon where they are. They'll have a totally different character depending on, depending upon the situation. When you go to ESPN, they probably say, okay, you got to do X, Y, and Z. You can't do this. You can't do that. When you're over there, you can do whatever you want or whatever they tell you you can do. And that's pretty much how you are. When you're in these corporate type of places, you can't really necessarily be yourself you got to be whatever they tell you to be to get that contract and to continue getting that money some guys can do whatever they want and be themselves but a lot of guys can't they got to be basically an actor and fill a role for a particular purpose and i think most of it all of these people they just do it for um basically not to lose ratings and all of that or whatever just to like for people to like them basically so they won't say the right thing that is right but they'll say the right things for the left only. Like, that's, I don't know, man. That shit gets me mad all the time, man. I hear you, man. I'm with you 100%. I think we all going through that, especially like people from Cali and New York and places like that, that they, you know, they just biased, man. It's just, it's just whack. Yeah, that, that's why the mainstream media, radio, television, everywhere, newspapers, is why they're kind of going out of business because people are starting to realize what's going on. It's like, this is corporate stuff. I'm not really getting the real information it's not what i want so people are coming to youtube they're coming to podcasts and they're listening to us because we have a, a, a more down-to-earth point of view than these people that just are trying to put things out for money and for ratings for views and not really for actual substance so and you, you right on with that man people are starting to realize what's happening and they're and they're leaving these people by the time and they won't they won't even put like somebody like candace owens to speak at all in none of these stations at all just to listen to their, their side you know like to protect themselves i guess oh of course yeah. i don't know if you heard of go ahead. yeah yeah now go ahead and they won't even they won't even put on have you heard of black guns matter Nash tory his yeah. movement yeah they won't even put him on it he's not even a republican he's he's independent but he sounds the way he speaks he sounds like a you know like a republican basically guns and all of that stuff and you know you can't just be married to the democratic party and all that but they won't even try to give him a chance either i haven't heard him in none of those stations either i'm assuming it's because they don't want to hear basically they don't they don't want to hear that they don't want to hear what goes against what they say basically and expose them nah they don't want to put it out there because they fear that if he was to come on there he might you know be right about what he's saying and they convince their audience that what he's saying is right so that's a, they, they don't want that. What they want is people to be indoctrinated into what they're thinking, into what they're believing. It's programming. It ain't really. They're not really trying to put on a show that people can enjoy and watch and learn something from. They're trying to program the people, and they're trying to appease their the corporate sponsors by getting the proper programming out there and not actually good content. That's that's their whole that's their whole thing, in my opinion. Yeah, basically, and, I, and I'm like. Most of these places are unprofessional. I feel like they should just be neutral. Don't pick a side. Don't let. Don't try to manipulate everybody to lean to a side. Like just basically be neutral. You know, put all the facts out, and that's it. Don't don't show your emotions towards it. Just 
just, just play the news. Play your part. Don't have you don't have to be on one side. Basically, that's how I feel with, with radio station news and all of that. But I guess Fox has to do it because nobody else is doing it. You know. That's right. But yeah, man. I'm from NYC. Trump twenty twenty. You're doing your thing. I holler at you. I'll keep watching. I right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Bye right. later. Shout out to the call. Sorry for the loud ringing in your ear. That's not my fault. That's Skype's fault. But that's a great call, and he's right on point. I mean, the mainstream media—they just. It's programming. They call it programming. That's all they're trying to do. They're not really trying to put on a good show. You know, and I've seen stuff like when you have Republicans that go on CNN, uh, like shout out to Paris Denard, when they have him on there or when they had him on there, a lot of times it was just to attack him. You know, to put a panel of like 15 people, I'm exaggerating, but you understand, a lot of people would be on the panel, he'd be the only conservative guy on there, and he would get all the abuse. All the attacks would come his way. And, you know, there's no real fair and balanced conversation. There's no real conversation about, uh, there's no purpose, there's no intention of trying to come to the middle. It's all about trying to attack one individual because they're wrong and everybody else is right. But let me get to the next call. 718, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's going on, ABL? This is Manny. I'm the second time caller called last week. I'm NYC, brother. What's going on, man? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Good, good, man. Hey, real quick, um, uh, as far as Snoop Dogg, did he go to school Cameron Diaz? How hard could that school be if you're going to school Cameron Diaz? <laughs> am I wrong? Is that a rumor? You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I think he did. I think he's from Long Beach. I think she, I think she's from Long Beach, too. I mean, is that, is that a rough school? I don't think so. Like you said, he's an actor, so who knows, right? Yeah, he's he's an actor. I mean, like, she's an actor, he's an actor. They, they both do the same thing. It's just he has different roles than she does. She doesn't do the gangster role, but right. he does. Right, right. That's what I'm saying, how, how, how much of a gangster he really is. But whatever, that's neither here nor there, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> well, well, pretty much I'm... Um, I want to know what's your uh, opinion about Bernie, because I'll be honest with you. Of all the Democrats, uh, Bernie is the only one that got that. I'm not scared, but he definitely concerns me because I really do think if this guy wins, he will ruin this country. Like it's and people, especially younger people like, you know, millennial, I'm a millennial, but a lot of these guys, they, they're, they, they're blinded by this guy. Like, um, and I know a lot of Republicans, oh, he's not going to be Trump. We can't sleep on Bernie because this guy, he, 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 I don't know. He's just, he makes me nervous because the, the socialist, uh, Democrat, all this crap, is practically a communist. Like, he, he definitely makes me nervous because um, uh, that's one candidate I do not want to win. Call me crazy. People probably could call me crazy. I'd rather any Democrat than him. Now, one thing about Bernie that I would have a, um, okay, Bernie has a lot of support right now in the primaries, but is really that much support? Is it a whole lot of support? I don't know because um, Booty Gig is getting like almost the same kind of support as Bernie. Now, when it comes to the actual general election, there's only going to be one guy that gets picked. It can't just be both of them. Well, it could be if they're on the same ticket, but that probably won't happen. What, what's the, right, the, right. Somebody's got to be the president and that's it. Somebody's got to be the, the, the candidate to become the president or to, to, to try and become the president. Now, will the 
Bernie people except the people that supported um what's his name? Uh uh Booty Gig. Will Booty Gig's people go over to that camp and vote for Bernie? And what if Booty Gig gets it? Will Bernie's camp go over there and vote for Booty Gig? I'm, I'm not really sure that's gonna happen. So it looks kind of like he has a lot of support right now in the primary, but it may not translate very well in the general election. It's, he's, he's kind of a niche guy, and the nicheness will make an impact, but not enough to make a difference in each state. It may end up being a big-time uh, landslide. Although he have a lot of people that support him, it won't be as many people that support Trump or people that do not support Bernie, if that makes any sense. It's just like, I know it makes perfect sense. It's just like this guy bashes this country all the time, talks about health care. But, you know, just to harp on a little bit on that virus is going on. We see people here in, in the U.S. tomorrow, you won't have as many people, but uh, these guys are getting, are getting the be- better treatment, uh, great treat- uh, great uh, medical treatment here in this country versus a communist country. And that's one of the things that concerns me. It's just this guy, you know, again, you're probably a hundred percent agree with you. He, he, you know, he's probably guess what, but my main thing is, it's just, uh, we shouldn't sleep on Bernie. It's just, he, he makes me nervous. And probably, I probably shouldn't. But he definitely makes me nervous. I have, I have everybody. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I do I mean, because I saw, I saw his uh, crowd the other day and it was a pretty decent sized crowd, but you know, I think the main thing is if we just keep the, the pedal to the metal, and keep the enthusiasm for Trump that we have right now, I think we'll be just fine. We can't just let the foot off the gas and say that it's going to coast to the finish line. We got to keep the pedal to the metal and keep on gunning. As long as we do that, we'll be just fine. We don't got to worry about too much. Right, right, right. And um, one more thing, Abiel. What do you think about this uh, stuff going on in China? What do you think about that? Um, I want to know your opinion on that. Um, It's pretty crazy. It's kind of hard to really know the full scope of it because the Chinese government, they pretty much tell you anything. They'll hide numbers. They'll give you fake numbers. So I really don't know exactly the full extent of it, but it doesn't look good. I mean, I saw a video of them bleaching streets. Like, have you ever seen uh, a truck come by and spray for mosquitoes? These trucks, yeah, these trucks were like that, but on steroids. On on a highway, it might have been a twelve lane highway or more. They had like these giant trucks, like fire trucks, spraying out a, a bleach kind of substance on the road. And in the air, it was crazy. So I think they're doing whatever they can to contain it. And it's going to be hard because of how populated the area, 50 million people in one area. It's a lot of people. So I I think they're doing the okay job. All all I'm concerned with right now is if it spreads outside of that particular region. Because if it does, it's going to be a problem. Right, right. Especially, you know, God forbid, uh, here. But um yeah listen ain't be able to keep doing your thing man listen to you at least i try to listen to you every night uh keep doing your thing brother all right i right, thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you right. have a good one man all right shout out to the caller most certainly appreciate him all right let's get to the next call the number to call is 434-658-1220 let me go ahead and go to 626 on the line who am i speaking to hi anthony yes Hi, this is Marina. I'm calling you from California. All righty, what's going on? Anthony, I have a um, I have a flyer here that my family received. We registered to vote Republican this year in California. Mm-hmm. And in the mail, we received something. It's a flyer. 
and by all intents and purposes, everything on here says that it's from the um, Republican Party. Okay. It has all the insignia continuing of the Republican Revolution. It has a quote from um, Ronald Reagan. It has all the information. And then all of a sudden, my husband noticed that it said here um, to vote yes on Prop 13. Now, that sent out a red flag to my husband because we know that Cal- um, California uh, Prop 13 is to, um, to pay more property taxes. Mm. And also, it opens up people to... Um, to erroneously or to fictitiously get your um, property reassessed, which will make you and you know end up paying more taxes on that. But in in looking at it, then all of a sudden I, I noticed there's a list of people they say that they wanted us to vote for. Um, it has the names of a bunch of judges and a couple of different people that are running for local office here. And I'm like, what in the heck? And I mean, everything says um, Republican Party, this and that and the other. And I go and I, I look some of the stuff up online, and when I looked it up online, it comes up, it's endorsed by the, um, by the Bernie Party. Mm. And everything on it, Prop 13, uh, Democratic, um, it's a Dem- uh, the, the Dems are trying to push 13, like I said, for more property taxes and whatnot. And we looked, um, some of the people on my husband's Facebook page they received a similar flyer too, identical. The only difference is that in their um, in their flyer, the people they're being told to vote for are the people they're running for local offices in their area, but all Democratic offices. But none of it, uh, none of the names here say, oh, you know, they're um, Democratic Party. None of it, none of it at all. Everything, like I said, from top to bottom. It says it has the uh, California Republican, uh, it says here, um, continuing the great Republican Revolution, California GOP, and um, just everything, everything says 100% um, that it's a, um, a, um, a flyer from the uh, Republican Party. None can be farther from the truth. It can be farther from the truth, rather. It is 100% from the uh, Democratic Party. And we were like, what in the heck? How can... Like, I mean, we understand how they can get our information because, I mean, you know, you can go anywhere. It's public record when you register to vote. But um, but how they can get away with sending something like that, like, blew our mind. We, I, you know, I've been trying to get in touch with people. I don't know how, you know, like, how to get to the bottom of who, you know, who would be able to get away with sending. Like, I don't know if there's, uh, if, is there anything, I, I don't know that anybody knows, but is, are they allowed to send uh, flyers like that representing the um, the party, you know, your party, and then saying to you, oh, we're 100% rep- you know, Republican, when it's, you know, it's not. It's a Bernie, uh, like I said, you know, it's endorsed by the Bernie party. When I looked it up, that's exactly who popped up, first thing that popped up on, on Google. Well, I don't know if that is exactly 100% allowed. Somebody said file a complaint with the FEC. That might be a good thing for you to do. Um, if you have a local chapter of the Republican Party there, alert them about what's happening so then they can go to proper channels and get something done. And um, I'm not sure what, what can be done outside of that, but I don't think they can actually represent the Republican Party if that's what they're doing, you know. So, oh, it's like I said, it's 100%. You look at it, I mean, at the very front, right above where, you know, where our address and our names are, right above that is, uh, like I said, 
it has a uh, President Ronald Reagan. It has a quote, uh, one of Ronald Reagan's quotes, and it has a picture of him saluting the flag with an American eagle on the left. And and like I said, everything you know says continuing the Republican Revolution, an address, and everything. Everything, everything, everything on here is um, Republican. Yeah. With the exception of they're telling you to vote for 13. And again, 13 is, you know, nothing that we would ever vote yes on. That's the first thing my husband's like, wait, what? Yes on what? Yeah. He's like, no, we're supposed to vote no on that. What are they talking about? Yeah, I, I will definitely you know? contact your local GOP office to see exactly what's going on with that to make them aware of it, or even to ask them, hey, did you guys send this to us? Like, what's going on with this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, right. if you have literature coming from the GOP... Ah! Oh. <laughs> sorry, that's my dog. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out the living room. I'm so sorry, guys. That's, that's all right. Sorry. California dogs get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have literature but, coming from the... Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. If you got literature coming from the... GOP in California that's specific mm-hmm. to you, they, they, should, they should know about mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, with us, there's no doubt whatsoever that it's, you know, that it's fake, you know, that it's uh, fraud, you know, that it's not sent from the um, Republicans, you know? Right. There's, this, you know, it's, there's, no, there's no doubt whatsoever. I, I took a picture of the front and the back, sent it to a couple of my uh, Republican friends, you know, here in California, they're like, What? Yeah. You know, they're like, no way, you know, everybody here that knows, you know, there's some very few people that are here that are Republican in California, and uh, it's like, nah, there, there's no way that that's from a Republican, you know, so. Right. Right, Yeah, man. so just heads up to people, because like I said, complete, you know, different people in different areas are getting it, but with a different, um, you know, different names on who to vote for that are, you know, to your local you know, area, you know? Right. Because, I mean, we're talking about judges. They're telling you to vote for some judges. They're all, you know, Democratic judges, you know. And it's like, what in the heck is, you know, just to me is mind-boggling they can get, you know, that raising. Like, I mean, we've talked about how they do, you know, voter harvesting, you know. Mm-hmm. You know they do voter harvesting and this and that. And it's like, you know, you kind of hear about it, but you don't firsthand knowledge of it. But then to get this in the mail, and then, you know, it's like, what in the heck? I mean, first, you know, it's like you look at it, you can't believe it. Right. I, I got you. Well, yeah, let, I mean, yeah, contact the GOP locally and, you know, give me an update. If they t- can tell you what's going on, if it, came from the, if it came from them, if it came from the, you know, the Bernie people, you know, mm-hmm. give me an update on that. But thank you for the call. I definitely yeah, appreciate I was, you. I didn't know how to get in touch with you. Like, if you're not on, on live, how do we email you oh, information? Or- I have a website. Just go to my website, anthonyblogan.com. It should be in the description box under this video. But my contact email is contact at anthonyblogan.com. All one thing, contact at anthonyblogan.com. That'll be able to get in touch. Matter of fact, I might put that in the chat box so you would be able to have it right there at your fingertips. Yeah, I'd like to send you a picture of it so you can see the front and the back, just so you see exactly what I'm talking about. Then you can Google it. You can see what I'm talking about. All righty. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for your call. Okay, Anthony, thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Sorry about the dog. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, all. Good night. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. It, it could be something that's, you know, coming from the Bernie people, coming from the Democrats. It could come from the GOP locally. That'd be crazy if that's the case. I want to see what the update is about that whole situation.
But thank you all for joining the show. If you like what you're hearing so far, please hit the like button, hit the share button, do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed, go ahead and do it. Subscribing is totally free. Hit the subscribe button and click the bell right beside it. Once you click that bell, you'll get notification when I go live and or post a new pre-recorded video as I do pretty much every day of the week, except for Sunday. Let me get to the next call. And that's going to be... 702, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes, uh, good evening, Mr. Logan. Uh, this is um, the man from San Francisco calling in. Uh, first, I want to say greetings from Nancy Pelosi, uh, Pelosiville, where the rents are high, but the hypodermic needles are free. <laughs> Let me just say one thing about Nancy Pelosi. The woman is worth over $100 million, and she can't get fitted for a pair of dentures? I mean, what the hell is wrong with that woman? She's speaker or she's drunk all the time. Jesus, you're third in line to the presidency. Get, get some pepsidant in your mouth, will you, woman? You sound like a rush, but you look like a truck right over you. Well, I got two things to say, Mr. Logan. Uh, you you made the videos, I believe, on them about two fabulous people. Number one, D. Wade's son, daughter, slash whatever. Let me tell you something. That is not only sickening, but Dwayne Wade, now I see why he used to run over to Shaquille O'Neal to get patted on the butt every time he made a basket. Jesus, what's wrong with that man? He looks like he's wearing the earring and the uh, ear, you know what I mean? He's walking around talking, he's so soft, you can't understand a word he says, and he's making Tucker Carlson look like Clint Eastwood. Jesus, that man is lost. And to do that to a child, that should be child abuse. Let me tell you something. He's married to that, whatever that woman is. She weighs about 30 pounds, and half of it is a face. This is disgusting in America. You know what, D-Wade? Why don't you go to wear a dress and tell some story time in a library? Secondly, I was watching, somebody had on Ms. NBC uh, in, in the coffee house. I almost puked because they had Morning Joe and the Chicken Head were on. And let me tell you something. Talk about a gruesome twosome. They had who now? Did you ever get caught? Yes. They had who? Who was on? Uh, Morning Joe, uh, that, uh, the uh, ex-Republican, and his chicken-headed wife. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you, yeah, oh, boy, talk about disgusting. Imagine having to face those two women. Those are the type of people you go to human resources for, and they fire your ass because you said a wrong word disgusting but anyway they were talking about roger stone i don't know if you covered it yet with roger stone and donald trump oh uh, not yet no. yes well let me tell you something about that what is this jerry three foot six nobbler and his sidekick there that disgusting mumbler uh what's his name shifty shift let me tell you something they're after trump again because they know that if Bernie the Communist runs, he's going to get his ass handed to him. But you picture people in Missouri and Pennsylvania and all the other places like in Michigan voting for that socialist? The man had just had a heart attack. He should be in Florida fishing right now. And that other one, Pete Buttigieg, the only one I think he would get along with is Juicy Smollett. <laughs> and I'll tell you something about Juicy. 
that man, he should get, he, they shouldn't send him to prison because it'd be like a candy store for that man. What I suggest you do to Juicy Smollett is put him on another show like Empire, Empire and, let him get, and let him get booted off again. I think that man is a disgrace that he blamed white people, and now white people would get, would get bothered. And I knew several people in San Francisco who got bothered because of that incident because they were white. That wasn't a victimless crime. And that Fox woman who hung around with Obama's wife, I'll tell you, talk about how you improved the New York Jets offensive line. Just put those two cows on the line, and I guarantee you the Jets would have a perfect season. They'd be the New England Patriots. Those two brought, and they have a nerve to knock Trump's family? <laughs> Unbelievable. Lastly, I just wanted to say about Roger Stone. They want to put a 70-year-old man in prison, probably to die in prison, because he tweeted some words he was lied to in his trial from the witnesses, and they want to put him in prison. But yet that James Comey, that six-foot-eight giraffe, walks around selling this boring book that nobody gives a crap about, and yet they, they lionize him. They lionize um, all these other crooks. Hillary Clinton's 30,000 emails. Whoops! disappears, gone, and she's still making noise. Look, Hillary, why don't you retire and go back to Illinois because you never were from Arkansas and stir up trouble there. Maybe hang out with Juicy Smollett and teach him to be a man because we know who wears the pants in that relationship. And lastly, Mr. Logan, I want to thank you. You're making very good videos. I've, I've been red-pilled. San Francisco, I would love to get out of here, but the only problem with getting out of here is they build up the wall to keep the conservatives out and the liberals in. I can't get the hell out of here. So if anybody can airlift me the hell out or at least send a few corona victims over here, and I don't mean the beer, it would be greatly appreciated. All I want to say is thank you for uh, letting me voice myself and have a great evening. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the Red Pill Barista. Coming from San Francisco, hey, that was a great call. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of speechless, and that's kind of a rarity for me, but I'm, I'm kind of speechless. That was a great call. <laughs> what do you say? Um, half of her weight was in her head or in her face. That was hilarious. That was just, that was just over the top hilarious to me. Uh, shout out to the Super Shatters. Thank you to Stephanie who says, Anthony Brown Logan, have you ever considered running for office? You could absolutely make a real impact and a real difference. Well, thank you for your very kind words. I most certainly appreciate it. I have thought about it. Uh, who knows? That could be in the cards for me in the future. I can't, you know, I can't really tell. But thank you for your donation. I definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Miss uh, Anthropic One who says uh, something. I, hey, you know, Mr. Anthropic One, thank you for your donation. But I can't read that. I know you're talking about, but I can't. I can't do nothing about that. Thank you for your donation, man. I definitely appreciate you. All righty, let me get to my next call. 817, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Zorro, how are you, ABL? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, I'm fine. It's going to be tough following up that call. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a quick question for you. A while back, I think it was on Martin Luther King Day, I looked at, are you familiar with Patricia Dixon? Yes. Yeah, anyway, on her YouTube channel, she... Uh, posted a picture of you with a MAGA hat on, some others, and the caption said something like, when you go to a restaurant and some customers say, you're not welcome here. And I've been intending to ask you about that. I hadn't been able to get through to you for a while, but um, 
I was curious if that was true. I mean, it, it kind of now. Okay, now what what was the picture? Because there's, there's a few pictures floating around. There's one where it's me and other people. We're kind of like in the restaurant. Is that is it that picture? Yeah, it's like you're standing waiting, and there's a a white lady standing there with a shocked look on her face. Oh, okay, now all right. That's see, that's that's okay. Now that picture, that's I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what happened with with that picture. Um, we took a bus to Charlotte from Chattanooga, Tennessee, because we went to the Blexit rally. This is you know Candace Owens, her thing. Uh, had a lot of great speakers there. You had Candace Owens, of course. You had Brandon Tatum. Larry Elder was there. I got to meet Larry Elder, a great guy, by the way. Uh, Mark Robinson, King Face, Will Witt from PragerU. A lot of good people were there. So we all get on the bus. We get we arrive in Charlotte the night before the event, and we go to the hotel, uh, put our stuff up, and we're hungry. We've been on the bus for about six hours. So we go right across the street, walking distance. There is a soul food restaurant, black restaurant, right? And... We go into the restaurant now. We're excited to be in Charlotte. We come for the Black Rally. We're conservative, so some of us have on MAGA hats. Some of us have on just Trump gear in general. And we go into the restaurant now. I'm already from the beginning thinking, okay, this is a black spot. We're going to get some stares and some looks and whatnot. Now, we did not get told, or at least I didn't get told anything about my hat. Nobody said you're not welcome, but. If you were to see the looks in people's faces, I'm talking about as soon as we came in, first of all, it's a lot of us. We were on the bus, probably about 20 of us. I think about 10 came into the restaurant. So 10 people come in. Uh, the white girl was with us, actually. Uh, my man, Willie, he's the other guy in the picture. And then you see me. So we are waiting in the line. And the direction we're looking in, we can see the faces of the people that are looking back at us. And the way that the tables were the door to give you kind of a visual kind of um a, a picture it's like, it's like kind of like a, a rectangle building and the door is at the um small end of the rectangle in the front so the sides are very long it's kind of like a shotgun house but it's a restaurant so when we come inside the door people are not facing the door they have to turn and look at us from their particular tables Every eye in the place was on us. So it kind of made you feel uncomfortable. One of the girls kind of like started crying after that, actually, because she realized what we go through all the time. And some people that may have kind of been skeptical of black Sid and black center conservative things understand why we have them, because we deal with things that are a little bit different than most people. We have on MAGA hats, we have on Trump stuff. So we're getting really kind of weird looks and, it was just a kind of a tense situation, but I was in there. I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm a big dude. So was Willie. We're both like six, two, six, three. So we're not really worried about anything happening. We're pretty much just making sure everybody's cool. And after a few, it felt like, it felt like it was about an hour of us getting stared at, but it was only a few seconds after a little bit, the stairs went away and tensions were kind of calm. Uh, I, I was hearing some chattering and whatnot in the background, but nobody came up to me and said, you can't be here. The staff were very nice. They served us. It was no problem. But I have heard about people going to certain restaurants where they were not served. I, I've seen that before, too. But personally, our experience was more about just attention when we came in from the customers, not from the staff at all. Everybody was really nice. I see. 
Well, so that uh, meme was kind of misleading. It implied that you you were told by customers that uh, you weren't welcome there, but that didn't happen. No, no, I and mean maybe it was just a shock look on their faces yeah, or something. Maybe yeah. that's what it was it, about. It, we we didn't get told we were not welcome, but the look on their faces did not imply that we were welcome. You know, it's not like going to a restaurant normally. If you go into a restaurant normally, you don't get people that are like chattering in the background, staring at you, making faces. You don't have that happen normally when you go to a restaurant. So nobody did not get told that we are not welcome. But the greeting that we got from the patrons was not very was not very welcoming. Put it to you like that. Yeah. Was it like those old E.F. Hutton commercials where everybody suddenly gets quiet? You could hear a pin drop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I'm glad I got through to you and asked about that. I've, that's been a curiosity of mine for a while. I'll let you go and get to other callers, and uh, you have a good night, sir. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. That the whole thing was crazy. I mean, but I figured it'd be some stuff like that when you go into a restaurant, like a, a black restaurant with, you know, Trump stuff or, you know, red hats or whatever. But it wasn't like we got told we couldn't be there. But some people might have been uncomfortable and wouldn't want to wouldn't have wanted to eat there. And the good thing about it is that um, the food was already pretty much made for the most part. You can, um, I think, T. Fain, you got the uh, the fish right, and others got fish and stuff, so they had to cook that in the back. But for the most part, everything was right there, pretty much already made. They just putting into the into the um, into the plate, and we can just go sit down and eat. Or take it to a hotel and eat or whatever you wanted to do. That's pretty much how it was. Alrighty. But thank y'all for being here. I definitely appreciate you. Uh yeah, try being a black Trump supporter for a day. Uh or really try being a Trump supporter, period. Because like I said, those ladies in, in Duval County, Florida, Jacksonville almost got ran over for being uh Trump supporting volunteers. You know, helping folks register to vote. Uh, passing out Trump stickers, being up under a Trump tent was enough to get some lunatic to drive his car through him. Of course, he's some kind of beta male from Antifa or something like that. They want to attack weak people. They don't want to attack anybody else. I see they didn't act up at the Virginia gun rally. They didn't do that. All of this right here, the whole head and the jaw be chopped off ASAP, messing around at the gun rally. But, you know, little old ladies, you can run them over. That's, you know, really weak people that I don't, I don't respect at all. No, you can be different politically, but don't attack people, especially when they're weak, you know. But I'll get to the next call. Let's go to. Okay. 607, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, you need me, ABL. This is uh, Chuck for North Carolina. All righty, Chuck. What's going on? Everything's doing well. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Hanging in there. Hey, ABL, um, the thing I want to talk about is. And mainly, um, here's you the Democratic primary. And this is just my personal thing. I was just curious your personal take on this. I think the person that, that we need to be looking out for, believe it or not, is Amy Klobuchar, in my opinion. Okay, now why do you say that? I'm not saying from an actual president, as is like the president, but as a VP pick. You said what now? Because I say if, if, I say, her as a threat if she becomes a VP pick, okay. vice president. Okay. Especially for Sanders, because let's just let's admit Sanders not going to live too long. Yeah, I mean, seventy-eight just had a heart attack. I mean, the the clock is ticking. 
I mean, my personal opinion, I think what's going to happen in South Carolina, Nevada, I think Klobuchar is going to get like fourth in South Carolina because it's going to be Biden, Lujic, and Sanders. Nevada, she's probably going to third, maybe fourth. Who knows? And at that point in time, if I was Sanders, even Pete, even um, Mayor Pete, or him, I would do everything I can to get her to try to drop out of the race and pick him as v, pick her as VP. Now, with that, if Sanders takes her, then I think that that would actually somewhat semi-unify the Democrats because now you have your socialist side of the coin and also you have your moderate side of the coin. That's just my personal opinion. And if the- that happens, we really need to turn out for Republicans. Now, do you think that anybody on that particular side of the aisle has a chance? Because I, I posted a a picture of the incumbent New Hampshire primary voting numbers from Bill Clinton to now. Bill Clinton, Obama, Bush, nobody had anywhere near as many votes as Trump. And it, it was like, I think the highest person that was closest to Trump was Bill Clinton with like 75,000. But Trump has like 125,000 votes. You know, so, I mean, I think the enthusiasm behind Trump is so large that I don't believe anybody on the left has a chance. Now, do I personally think Trump's going to win? Yes. I would I would stake money on it, honestly. But, I mean, from my personal perspective, I mean, if you get Sanders and Klobuchar put together as one ticket, there, I mean, it'd be a slim chance, but it's a potential chance because you would actually unite the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. That's the ticker. I see. Or I see. in my end, yeah. I mean, and then when most people when they pick you know, R and D, you know, they pick right down the list. So if they start picking D right down the list, and if I hope the God doesn't happen, and if the Democrats maintain the House, I guarantee you two to one. I take money on this one too. They're going to be the president again, maybe a third time. I say they'll do a second time before the election. Right. That's just, that's just my personal opinion. I mean, so we, a Democratic Party, right now they're fractured, they're divided, depending on how you look at it. Then united, they pose a threat. Uh, you know, I mean, the enemy it, of my enemy is my friend. I, I, still, I still don't think that they have enough. Like, even combined, I, I still don't think that it would be enough. Especially, I think the main thing we got to do over here on the right is just keep the pedal to the middle and make sure we don't just you know, act like, you know, we have it in the bag. Just keep the same enthusiasm and energy up all throughout the election cycle. I think we'll be fine. Um, on, on the left, the division that's there is in the party, but also with the people that they represent. Because the left is going so far to the left that even if they get unified, it'll be, by, it'll be behind a dividing message. Is that, if that makes any sense. Like, if they, if they want to go all in for socialism and free this, free this, free that, free that, that's not going to be a winning message for the majority of Americans to go out there and vote and for it to be enough to beat Trump. I don't see it. I see your point, and, and honestly, I don't mostly agree with you. I'm just, I mean, main thing I'm saying is I mean, if they actually unite themselves, they can try to use that as a momentum. They can try to rally things up because Bernie can build up a crowd. You said it yourself, even tonight. Yeah. And now he can also, you know, bring in Klobuchar. That will actually get rid of the age problem that most people have with Bernie. Also, the socialist side of the coin that people have problem have. 
and they could probably try to use it in terms of like use. Especially if it was like them together, right, right before Super Tuesday, they can utilize that message and plaster all over the place and say, "Hey, look how much support, look how much energy we got." Because once they start rolling, I mean, they might be able to keep the ball going. And the worst thing that we could ever do is get hubris and not show up. I'm talking about Republicans. That is right. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I'm with you. I mean, it, that, that is own, I apologize. There is one other thing I want to talk about, and that's uh, Juicy Smoulier. <laughs> All right, go for it. I really hope to God that he actually goes to jail. I personally don't think he will. If he does, it'll be around like what, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month max. Just enough to say, yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we actually did our job. We prosecuted him right. But with that, honestly, because of all these fake crimes that are happening, especially that uh, long time ago, that one woman that cried wolf about rape because uh, she was scared that the guy that she liked wasn't going to like her because she was going to be considered uh, not. I can say, I can't think of a nice PC word to say about because I over the phone. Um, mm. But nevertheless. For people who actually commit those sort of crimes, these hate crimes, especially in the case of rape, you know, ones acquire wolf about rape. My personal opinion, I think the law should be changed that, like, if you actually stage a hate crime or, like, a false falsification, you should serve at least 50% of the sentence that you, that the person, other person would have received if he, he or she was guilty. Not to, like, oh, he gets 20 to life, but you get a slap on the wrist of a year. Right. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying 100% because. People feel like they can just say whatever they want, get people in trouble, you know, ruin lives. And then when it gets found out to not be true, they can just go back to mm -hmm. doing whatever they were doing with no penalty. That's not right because it, it kind of encourages that kind of behavior to persist because the way they may see it is by the time that anything gets caught, anything gets found out, a damage will be done and the person will be ruined. So, yeah, I think they should definitely get some jail time. That's the equivalent to that. But I thank you for the call. I most certainly appreciate you. ABL, thank you very, thank you very much for your time. Have a good evening. All right, same to you now. Bye. -bye. All right, shout out to the caller. Most certainly appreciate him. Um, I'm gonna show you guys this little news nugget I found just strolling on Twitter randomly. Okay, this and why and as I got to ask you a question, why does it seem to always be the case? Hold on. Now you see the headline. Hold on. Deputies confront black man wearing KKK robe. <laughs> I'm not making it up. This this is really serious. It's Stafford County. This is in Stafford County, Virginia. Like, why is it always that? Why do I always see uh, when when it's always something like the Klan or racist white guy attacking black guy or somebody making the ruckus? It's always black guy or somebody it's like scooby-doo when they take off the mask oh mr johnson i knew it was you that type of thing you know it's always like take off the mask oh i knew it wasn't a white person i knew it was a hoax all the time and at a certain point it's like okay if you got black guys running around in clan costumes how dangerous can they be it's it's silly talking about oh it was a social experiment social experiment what were you trying to prove sir what was your what like what are you even doing have you ever seen anybody just randomly wearing a clan robe in public, just chilling? Like, you don't see it. I've seen Bloods and Crips, though, in the street, but that's a different story, and I'll move on. <laughs> anyway, the number to call is 434-658-1220. And thank you for the 
call so far i most certainly appreciate you please like the video share the video do all that good stuff it was not halloween it was like today <laughs> i'm gonna read the article right quick stafford courthouse virginia a black man and by the way stafford courthouse is a, is a city stafford courthouse anyway a black man seen wearing a KKK robe and hood at a Virginia shopping center Tuesday told sheriff's deputies that he was performing a social experiment. According to authorities, the Stafford County Sheriff's Office was called to a Target store at the Stafford Marketplace at around 2.30 p.m. to investigate reports of someone wearing the costume. Major Sean Kimmett said in the video statement post on social media, deputies found the person in the robe, identified him as a black man and determined he didn't live in the area. Not even from there. What are you doing? Probably came from D.C. or something like that. Like, I don't even understand what's the purpose. Deputies warned him about wearing the mask in public. And if he left the scene, Virginia law prohibits wearing masks with the intent to conceal identity in public. A photo posted to Twitter by a witness at the shopping center showed someone dressed in the whole in, in the white robe and hood talking to deputies while others looked on. OK, and they, they didn't identify him. They didn't say what his name was. But I want to see the picture. That's all I want to see. Matter of fact, hold on. If I can find it, I'll place it on the screen. But let's get back to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, hey th th this is Charles. All right, Charles. What's going on? Hey, 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 hey Bill. How, how are you doing this evening, man? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Not nice. I, I, ex, excellent. 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 So yeah, I just like to like to say just a couple, you know, a couple things to uh, Red Pill Barista, to Bailey Greg, and I believe uh, Comalita Menendez. Anybody else from you know from 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 the left coast, you know, you know, listen, you know, listen, left coast, west coast, whichever term term you know you want to use. You know, all hope is not is not lost for these states. You know, anything could happen. Even though it's been a number number of years, heck, you know, they could turn red. And also, I'd like to ask you, ABL. Have you, I'm sure you've heard, man. At least more than 20, maybe 25 percent or so of uh, Trump's Trump's rallies, they have been uh, registered uh, Democrats. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've heard that. Yeah, I heard about that. That's really a, a big thing. Uh, registered Democrats, also those that did not vote in the prior election. So he's winning people over 1,000 percent. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, that, yeah, that's 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 amazing, isn't it? And, and you know, and, and you know, and uh, you know, going back to you know, to 1984, to you know, to anybody who's at least in their mid to late 40s and older who may be on there, not to date anybody. Remember when Ronald Reagan won four, you know, won 49 states? Yeah, he, he won a lot of people that had been Democrats before. So, um, so heck, you know, you know, anything is possible. But nobody get 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 complacent because that's the problem as conservatives. You know, you know, too many conservatives have been complacent, but I'm glad ABL there's some, um, you know, there's conservatives like yourself and others and different forms of media that are just getting getting the mess the message out. And so, you know, we have busy lives, but just stay focused with that. But also, um, you know, you know, a couple examples like the Justice Smollett thing, and uh, and even though they're different, and the whole fiasco with them trying to take down the video about Nancy Pelosi tearing up the speech. Even though they are they are different, isn't isn't it just isn't it just frustrating? Like you said, it burns your biscuit, grinds your gears. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, yeah, man, would you burn your biscuit? You know, you know that's a, a new one. That is, you know, yes, that is that is funny. Definitely, you know, definitely. But imagine if it was the other way around. The last three to four years, we can all agree, you know, you know, with that, and also in uh, Duval County and in, in Jacksonville, with those uh, with those folks that 
nearly got ran over. Imagine if any of these incidents were the other way around, if the shoe was on the other foot, because these people love to talk about empathy and compassion and being accepting of people who are differently, think differently from you, all this, that, the third. Imagine if it was the other way around, you would never hear the end of it, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 it, it, yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, just com- complete, completely, you know, you know, ridiculous. You know, yet, yet they have, yeah, they have the gall, you know, because they, because they know that, as you know, as conservatives, you know, tend to be more, you know, pride ourselves in being more respectful, more dignified, less emotional, not resorting to, per- you know, to personal attacks, and you know, you know, and and you know, and, and as a, as a country, the U.S., you know, have you seen, have you seen a recent, you know, recent polls that show the U.S. is still either center to right or, or you know, or, or, or lean, leans right. I mean, nobody can get complacent again, but I, have you heard of that one? Uh, no. Like, actually, politically, that is. Wait, wait, you say, like, they can't get complacent? Yeah, yeah. You can't get, can't get yeah, complacent yeah. because complacency, that edit kill you. You can't really advance. You can't really uh, innovate. You just kind of stay stuck, and things will pass you by if you stay complacent. Things will pass you by, and... The things you want, you're not going to be able to get because you've not been able to move with the tide. You got to keep on moving. Right, right. No, no. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mentioned about get you know getting complacent. In regards to the fact that you know that in 2007, 2008, prior to Barack Obama getting getting elected, that you know these were articles. These were articles all over the you know the mainstream media mentioning the U.S. may still be a center for right, and you know, and 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 we and we and we are. But, you know, but again, not getting complacent, you know, staying and, and, and working hard. It's just, getting, you know, interesting to see more of the explosion. And finally, finally I just got um, one, one more thing, man. I'd like to let you get to your other other calls. Um, no, um, you know, do you have happen to know if there's any um, Lexit or any other meetings or conventions? I did send a message to your um, to your newer to your newer page, your newer Facebook page where you're going to be coming out to any um any um, states uh, out west here, or the west coast, or any anywhere towards this side of the country? Um, I don't know about the west coast. The next Blexit rally is going to be in Florida, but I don't know about the west coast. And as soon as I find out something about the west, I'll let you know. But I don't know anything yet. But hopefully that does happen because I want to go out there to the west. Like uh, I want to go like California, Nevada, Phoenix, Arizona. I, d- I definitely want to go out that way this year for sure. Yeah, no, awesome, you know, awesome, you know, awesome, you know, and then the black, you know, the information for Blex that that, you know, that can be found on the web page, I suppose, right? Yeah, BlexitFoundation.org. BlexitFoundation. Oh, okay, okay, you know, excellent. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up here, Abel. Thank you again for taking my call, man. Totally appreciate what you do, and to everybody who's who's watching, you know, and listening here. Hey, let's just all keep working hard. Stand strong, you know. Just you know, love in regards to you know to you know to every to everybody and uh, and talk to you later, man. Take care. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. All right, shout out to the caller and thank you all for being here. You guys are great. If you like the video, please like it. You know, hit a little like button. And if you're not subscribed, I don't know what you're doing. I, I don't know what, what what must I do to gain your trust. <laughs> Go ahead and subscribe. It's free. Subscribe to the channel and then click the bell right beside it. There's a little bell right there. Click that so you get notified when I go live and or post a new video. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. Let me get to the next call. 832, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? 
Hello, Anthony and Brian Logan. Hey, Anthony. <laughs> What's going on, man? How's everything? I'm good, sir. Yeah, I decided to call directly from my phone instead of the Skype because it's really dark outside, and I'm driving uh, to El Paso, Texas from California. But everything's good. Just a uh, quick question. Um, in your opinion, do you feel that uh, America's slowly becoming like a, a police state? Because, I, I, you know, I've been reading stories that some police officers, you know, violate the Constitution, the Fourth Amendment, and they do bad, you know, do things that normal civilians would do, but they seem to get away with it pretty much regardless of what it is. Um, I don't know about that one. I see more anarchy than anything else because look at what's happening on the West Coast, like in San Francisco, uh, Los Angeles, people just openly using drugs, selling drugs on the street. Um, now they got all kind of laws where people can break into your car and not even go to jail. It is less than a thousand dollars. Like they can break into your car every day, steal less than a thousand dollars and not even get locked up for it. You got sanctuary cities. People could do whatever they want. You got drug running, human trafficking, uh, gun running, whatever they want to do because they won't get arrested because if they get arrested, then they got to get deported. And then they don't want to act like the, Sanctuary City is not working, which is not working. So I see more anarchy, quite honestly, than a police state. I see more of the other way than going towards totalitarianism. Uh-huh. Uh, that's good. Yeah, because it just, I don't know, because earlier I was just uh, stopped by the Border Patrol. And I just, you know, because I was raised around old principles, like, oh, you know, there was no such thing as these police would stop you and, at random and say, you know, where you head and all that stuff. It kind of feels like invading our privacy rather than just them going out looking for the human traffickers and drug smugglers. Maybe I'm just overreacting, but I just, I just want to have your opinion, ABL. Yeah, I mean, but see, the thing about it is how can they find who's doing what if they don't do some of these random stops? You, you see what I'm saying? Like, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, okay, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm not doing anything. I feel you. But how are they going to really find these people? Because they could just not stop anybody, not do any kind of random stops. That'll make them be less effective. You know, if you go to L.A., they probably wouldn't even do that. And then that's when you have sanctuary cities. They can do whatever they want in L.A. So it's kind of a trade-off. It's like, all right, you can just not be stopped randomly. And you could live in a sanctuary city where nobody gets stopped randomly, where the drugs are able to be. So I'm not really sure what the solution is. Maybe some kind of balance. But when you live in a place that has these kind of lax rules and no border and lax security, you're going to have some things that must be done that probably aren't the best. But it's what has to happen in those particular areas for things to operate properly. Yeah, that, I mean, in a way, there are pros and cons. Of course, everybody, there's always going to be like a, a balance and an argument. That's yeah, thing. definitely. Oh, and uh, ABL, uh, since you said that uh, well, a while ago when I asked uh, what brought you to Tennessee, you're, uh, you say you were married or? Not not quite married. Eight? Don't do not do that now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no problem. That's cool, though. Man. All right, ABL, thanks for taking my call, and uh, you have a wonderful night. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, shout out to the caller. I most certainly appreciate him. Not quite married yet, but that, you know, that, that could happen soon. All right. But shout out to everybody calling the show tonight. You guys have been fantastic. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but those are uh, sanctuary cities. I mean, they they're they're a serious problem. I mean, drugs everywhere. The, the drugs are a serious problem. Like the homelessness issue in California is because of the drugs. They want to talk about uh, you know high cost of living, all this that and the third. Nah, it's the drugs. When you have these tents with just just feces everywhere, needles everywhere, that's not how sober people live. I don't care if you're homeless, live in a million dollar mansion. That's not where some you can. It don't matter where you live. If you're on drugs and your mind's not all the way right, you're going to live like that. That's what you see on the streets of Los Angeles and San Francisco are people that are on drugs, period. All right. <laughs> y'all, y'all are funny in the chat. I see you. But I'm going to get to the next call. The number to call is 434-658-1220. you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Nope. Yes, who am I speaking to? Hey, hey this, is Anthony. this is Angel, man. All right, man. What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to call. Uh, I'm actually in Jackson right now, man. And just a little heads up here as well for the incident that happened. Really nothing in the big news on the subreddit. Everybody's calling this guy a hero. And really nobody, nothing's really talking about this guy, how radical this guy was, and, you know, how he actually wanted to kill people. You know, it's pretty nuts, man. It is nothing. So are, are, they, are they calling him a hero? Like, they're saying this guy was a hero for doing what he did? Not really calling him a hero, but they're not even mentioning, you know, they're not even named mentions this guy as being a, a bad guy you know he's like oh he has good intentions it's like like these people are out of their mind yeah that's crazy nobody really talks about it nobody really talks about it here man and uh i work in downtown and my god lots of homeless man it's crazy but uh i want to ask him a little question about other than that is maybe it's going to be easy for you to answer when you talk to somebody about trump and they say, I don't like that guy. If I had a million, if I had a million votes, I wish we can vote him out. Like, how do you talk to people like that? You know, how do you actually uh, get through them and actually, you know, I can get to have a good conversation with them than when they're really reluctant to actually to hear you out. Well, people like that, I generally, I generally don't engage with because it's hard to tell people like that anything other than what they believe. But if I really wanted to engage them, I really want to have a good conversation with them. I would just ask questions. I would say, well, why don't you like them? You know, and then I would just try to get down to the core of their particular, you know, like if they understand policy and whatnot, because a lot of people don't understand policy at all. They just, you know, they might not like them personally and that kind of thing. I just ask them questions. Now, some people might get kind of agitated when you do that. They don't really want to answer. If you ask them a simple question, like, why don't you like them? And they get upset. They probably don't know why. The only, only thing they know is they don't. They don't. They, they're watching the media. They're seeing certain things, yeah. and it triggers them, and it upsets them. So, if you can't really get past simple questions, then I really wouldn't engage. But that's how you really start. Because when you ask questions, it's always my feelings, right? It's always they go, well, you know, he's putting a lot of tension, all the stuff he says on TV. So, you know, how he actually portrays or something like how? How does that affect you and you know in your life and your personal life? You know. How does that average American, how does how the president act is, is going to affect you to do your job and to keep going and, and to actually, you know, make yourself better? I mean, 
that's what I tell them is like, how are those little things that, you know, what are those little sound bites that they feed you? Why does that trigger you about that president? And then they, they just cannot get those, my feelings, you know, I really don't like how he portrays himself. I'm like, okay, what else? Right, <laughs> and right. You know, and they have nothing else to say. Like, well, you know, he's just a bad guy. I'm like, okay, how bad is he? You know, like, it's nuts, man. Especially down here in Jacksonville, it's pretty liberal. Some of the parts, you know, you go to downtown and some of the, you know, some of the sides like Riverside, you know, it is horrible down here right now. But some places, it's pretty, not so bad. But after that incident that happened with this guy, uh, not a lot of coverage in the news. Just an FYI, they're probably keeping it a low, you know, low profile. So it is pretty nuts, man. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for getting me called and, uh, yeah, have a good one in the chat. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, Anthony. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, shout out to the caller. I most certainly appreciate him. And thank you all for joining. I most certainly appreciate y'all. You guys have been great tonight. Let me get to my next call. Now I'm going to, oh, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, how you doing, ABL? How you doing? I'm great. How about yourself? Uh, I usually call you later in the program sometimes i don't get on because i'm way too late but tonight i wanted to call you early for me so i could uh make a couple i think the attack is on the uh from the left it's coming from they're talking about these soccer moms now not supporting trump you understand what i'm saying Okay, so is that what they're trying to do? They're trying to say, you know, just to the regular everyday people, uh, the like, or is it like the the the, the white women? They're saying that they're, they're supporting Trump. Like, what, what's going on with that? Well, they're saying that they're not supporting Trump. Oh. But you gotta understand, those women, they're taking care of their children. Maybe they don't get a chance to hear you at night, and they're making sure everything. But I don't think they're discouraged. In the way the economy is going and stuff like that, as far as Trump's concerned, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and generally, you're going to have more men that are conservative than women. That's, that's that. Then to say that you're going to have right. all male conservatives. That's far from the truth. It's a lot of, you know, you probably got about fifty-five to forty-five, or a little bit more, depending upon the demographic that you're in. You know, conservative versus liberal men and women. Yeah. So that's, that's just kind of a natural thing. Yeah. So that's not really something that they can really hang their hat on and say, ha ha, you know, we got you. Yeah. The other thing was, I noticed, you remember months ago, I'm talking a year and a half ago or so, where they were all talking about the Sharia law and stuff like that. And they're pumping it up and all that. And they don't realize, like Anderson Cooper, uh, what's his Don Lemon, people, they're dating men and stuff like that. Well, they would throw you off a building if you were in Sharia law and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, these people are stupid. And then from the same point, I was going to say, okay, uh, Don Lemon and all them, they're all Bernie Sanders and all this stuff about uh, socialism, Okay. What's the first thing that goes in socialism besides the economy goes to dump? It's the media. Mm. 
you pump these people up, the first thing that goes is media control. It doesn't matter if you're Walt Disney, you're ABC, CBS, or whoever you are. First thing that goes in a socialistic society is the media, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) You know, it's like these people don't understand. And another thing about the abortion law. Okay, you find a box of puppies or kittens. What are you going to try and do? You're going to try and find them a home mm-hmm. and all this, right? Yeah. Okay. So when you got these babies that are being destroyed or killed, why, what's wrong with trying to find them a home? You know, it, it's like asinine. These people don't think past their own understanding women's right to choose. Okay. But that's not that babies problem that he's born into this world like trump says they're a gift from god you know i mean i just i know there's people go to church and they're on the left or whatever but i think that's a spiritual war i really do yes definitely i was just getting trying to get your no, I mean, I understand. I was trying to get your opinion on. It. Yeah, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. It's, it's definitely a, a battle that we're all we're all trying to fight here, and we're we're fighting it from different points. I think that we'll be successful in the end. You know, it's it's a, it's a difficult Ooh. battle. It's one that's not gonna be you know something that can happen overnight. People want you know immediate results. That's not gonna be what this is. We gotta keep on. We can't get discouraged. We got to see, you know, small victories and hang our hats on that and just keep on going. Just keep on trucking. We might always be fighting, but you, you can't stop because when you stop, that's when the other side will just say, okay, now we've won. We're going to do whatever we want now because they've given up. So you got to keep on fighting. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I always try to do is get my – I'm watching on my internet, and I try to keep it down so there's no other noise in between and stuff. But, like – all these people, oh, Andrew Yang, he dropped out. He was talking all these Democrats, if you ever remember, it's other people's money. They're not talking about their money. They're talking about our money. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, all of them. It's your money they're talking about. So when they talk about all these programs and stuff like that, they're not paying for it. It's us, the American public, and that's what socialism is. If you think about it, all you have to remember is the Democrats are the party of the rope. How far they want to pull you up on that rope or keep you dangling, that's what they do. And Republican or conservative party is how far you can climb on a ladder. You can climb to the top. You can stop somewhere along the way and enjoy your life or whatever. But we're not putting people down because of black, white, Hispanic, Asian. And back, like I told you before, a long time ago, I told you, uh, even before I started voting, I've always been a Republican. Right. And sure, we've had some bad Republicans in the past, but you got to remember the Republican Party is the party. Okay, of slavery, uh, of 
um, freeing the slaves and stuff. But the first African-American congressman was a Republican. The first African-American senator was a Republican. All women, Asian, you name it. That's right. We were the party that promoted those. And they don't, the people don't realize this stuff has been long going for in the past. And when Lyndon Baines Johnson in eight, in 1964 said, hey, we'll get these ends to vote for us for the next 200 years. He didn't know, the people didn't realize how much damage that was going to do to the American black family, especially about the birth rates and stuff like that. Become, uh, black women became married to the government and not to a spouse. That's right. And I'm so glad. And I appreciate the Blexit and the wake-up call now that's going on. I support you, Candace Owens, all, everybody. But I've I've always supported you. I've always supported Candace. I've always supported that like uh, lifestyle. And then the other day I found well, hold on, out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to cut you off. Caller, caller, I got to get to some more calls. I thank you for the call. It's been a great one, man. I definitely appreciate you. ABL, thank you. God bless you. God bless the callers tonight. I was just trying to get some things um, to people to think about. Thank you for letting me call and express my opinion. All right. Thank you for your we call. Love y'all. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. Most certainly appreciate you. You guys on the drill. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Let's go. 780, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Anthony. Hello. This is Liza Jean calling from Canada. Liza Jean, what's going on? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, life can get in the way, right? That's right. And I'm very thankful. My mom, um, uh, she's been in hospital with a heart attack and all that stuff, and I'm, mm. I'm here helping her out. But I just, I just want to say something about politics. The more I know the more I get disgusted, right? I've stopped following Canadian politics because it's so crazy. But there's someone on YouTube who just goes to the outer limits and makes me laugh every day, and it's Jericho Green. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to Jericho Green. Yeah. This man, I don't know how he gets away with it, but he just does it right to the nth degree. He's like I would say, I would say he's X-rated, but he doesn't quit. Right. You know, and uh, I'm thankful for that. And David Harris Jr. and a lot of other people, um, Black American Patriot, yourself. I just think that you've been so faithful with what you're doing, and and it's obvious. What I love is when I hear all these new callers calling in, and a lot of them say, "I've been listening to you for a couple of years." So you've been inspiring an awful lot of people, and your faithfulness is really, really appreciated. Well, I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Yeah. So that's my call, and I'll call back again, uh, just letting you know that I'm still here. I might not be as, you know, um, involved in in chat and things like that, but um, as I said, that sometimes life kind of takes you away. 
That's right. Well, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. All right. Thank you to Elijah Jean for the call. Most certainly appreciate her. You guys have been great tonight. I'm going to try to get some more people on the call here. All right, call you on the line. 917, who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, man? It's Rich. All right, Rich. I got a little bit of feedback in the background. Turn your speakers down for me. Gotcha. Already down. All righty, man. What's going on? Ah, nothing too much, man. Just wanted to call him and ask you a couple of questions about President Trump. All righty. All right, man. So, you know, I used to uh, actually be a Trump. I, I used to like him. I used to like him, man. I'm a guy from New York. And, uh, you know, I liked what he was doing and everything like that, man. But as I've been following him with these politics, man, there's just too many scandals coming out for me. Okay, so what happened? What's 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 one scandal that's like really kind of getting at you? That's making you be like, what's going on with this guy? Okay, so one of the scandals is man, him trying to have the lady like basically killed. I mean, it, 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 it's plain as day. We can all see what happened with that. It, you know, if it was one of us, man, we'd be in jail. Who, who are you talking that's about, though? What, what lady are you talking about? The ambassador. Okay, so you try to have her like what? How do you try to have her killed? I'm talking about from the scandals that he was pulling off with Rudy Giuliani, with this person, with the Russia. It, it, it's, it's just all a lot for me. But how did he? How did he try to have her killed? I, I didn't see that part of the scandal. Well, by sending by sending messages, by saying you know certain things like you know where she is, you know just the collaboration, man. It's like we're all adults; we can read through the lines. I mean, I, I don't have a, have a different opinion than you, so I'm just trying to see where you, where, where your opinion is being drawn from. From my point of view, he just didn't like the job she was doing, and it's time for her to actually get fired from her position, not to actually get killed. I mean, the Clintons, they may want to kill you after they're done with you, but Trump just may want to fire you like he had done in this reality show for a very long time. So, I, 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 I yeah. You know, to me, it's almost like a reality show. Okay. To be honest, you know. I mean, some some of the other issues that I have, man, is all of the rape allegations that he has that's coming out now. You know, another one is he's using our tax dollars to charge Secret Service for staying at his hotels. That's coming out of our pockets. I work hard. I mean, that's isn't that like general practice when a president is traveling with Secret Service like even former presidents like Hillary Clinton is still getting protection for Secret Service like right now today. So that comes out of your pocket, see, too. Right. See, I understand that part. I understand that when you become a president, you know, you have Secret Service and everything like that. I understand that. What I don't understand is why he's charging Secret Service X amount of dollars to stay at his hotel in the amount of three hundred and ninety five dollars or six hundred and fifty dollars per night for each person. Well, That's what I'm trying to have a it, it could be no, legal. It, it it could be a legal thing because I remember he was trying to do the one of those G meetings at his uh, Trump property in Florida. Matter it was, it was at Trump Doral. Matter of fact, because I had been there before, he was trying to do it there and give it away for free or at cost, but he couldn't do it because of a regulation in the government. It's illegal for him to do that, so he has to charge. So it may just be a legal restriction that is making him charge. 
Right, but then you had his son coming on, you know, on a show saying that they was being charged like $50 a night when that was a total loss. Well, I don't know anything about that. I didn't see that show. I'm not sure about the exact amount of money. You know, it, it just seems like to me, you know, he, he's not doing a lot of things that he said he was going to do. You know, I own my own business. I haven't really seen any changes for myself, to be honest. But, you know, like I said, I, I like them, but I, I don't know if I can ride with him this election, man. I, I really don't. So who, who are you going to vote for instead? Huh. I don't really see a viable candidate, to be honest with you. Are you going to vote? At this point, man, I'm about ready to throw my hat in the ring with American politics, to be honest, man. I I just can't do it. I can't do it. I don't really see. Okay, like, if we get into it and we say Bernie, right, nobody's going to really support Bernie when he gets to the election. Trump is going to demolish him. Everybody knows that. Would you you vote Bernie if you had a chance? Would I vote Bernie? Probably not. You know, I would probably look at maybe Bloomberg, but then I look at Bloomberg like, you know, I'm a part of New York. So I was affected by that whole stop and first thing, you know, and a lot of people don't know it, it, it goes beyond stop and first. You know, it, there's a lot of things that was implemented in New York that no one's talking about, too. So would I vote for him? I, I don't know. His, his credibility is challenged, too. It's like any, everybody that's running right now has real bad baggage. I mean, there, there's no perfect person on planet Earth. If you're looking for a perfection, it's not going to happen. I mean, who, who did you vote for last that was a president aside from – matter of fact, did you vote with Trump in 2016? Actually, I did. Okay, so before that, who did you vote for? Barack Obama. Were you satisfied with, with what he did? No, not at all. So, okay, here's, here's a different question. Who were you less satisfied with as a president? Like a guy that was out there in the office or you voted for him or whatever it is. Who was the last one you liked the job that they did and them as a person? And this is the thing. You know, you can like a person all you want. You know, I liked Obama. You know, I really did until the second term. Okay. You now, know, when you... When, when, go ahead. So who did you like the performance of last you say you didn't like what Obama did. You don't like what oh. Trump is doing. So before that, who was it? No one, to be honest, man. It seemed like you know, so it, it might it might just be kind of a pattern with you in general that you're just not satisfied with the presidents that are in office. You just you just you got a high standard, and it's okay. It's okay to have a high standard, but it may not be a thing with Trump specifically. It may just be with presidents in general not living up to your expectations. Nah, you, you know what I think it is, man? I, I think I'm just tired of people saying that they're going to do certain things. And we're talking about, like, the lines of presidential candidates, right? And we can go back, but, we, you know, I know you don't have time for that. So, you know, basically, like, everybody says they're going to do something for specific communities and everything like that, man. And, you know, the inner communities never really see the change. You know, I'm a person that gets out and get it myself. Obviously, you are, too. So, you know... I have brothers, I have sisters, I have cousins, I have aunts, I have nieces, I have family. You know, that when these politicians are running, they make promises that they don't keep to specific communities. And I'm just tired of it. Well, I understand. I understand. So if you could vote anybody in office right now that may or may not be running, that may or may not be leading in the polls, who would it be? Well... Man, I would have to, it, it, it's a toss-up, 
it's a toss-up between Bernie and Trump right now. I mean, it is because I couldn't vote Bloomberg at all. So right now I'm on the fence with Bernie and Trump. But I thought I thought I thought you wouldn't vote Bernie though, because I asked you that earlier. You said you wouldn't vote Bernie. If even if he was even if he was going to win, you said you wouldn't vote for him. I really don't want to. And but you would down to Bernie. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. But I wouldn't go Trump right now either. So I probably wouldn't vote at all. And that's in all honesty. But I was saying my, my, my thing was this. I was saying if Bernie had a chance of winning, not right now, he has no chance. But if he had a chance of winning, would you vote for him? And then you said no. But then you said it's kind of a toss up between Bernie and Trump. So which one is it? Who I would want to support? Yeah. Now, who I would vote for is totally different. Who I would vote for is probably no one right now. OK. Unless Trump does something, you know, astronomically different or Bernie does something astronomically different. You know, those are my two candidates I'm looking at. All right. So I got one last question. Then I got to get to some more calls. Um, if you were yeah, to yeah. If, you, if you were to support Bernie, why would you do that? The, the number one reason is, man, he has new ideas. Will he keep those ideas? No one knows, man, because obviously nobody's keeping the things that they talk about. So. I mean, you, you're on you the know, business. You're on, you're on the business, right? So, I mean, how you feel about that? That tax rate, that tax hike, uh, all the new programs you got to pay for. How you feel about that, man? I mean, to be honest with you, man, it for me, it's gonna be more taxes. But if it's more taxes to help other people, I'm cool with it. As long as my taxes are not going towards, forgive my lack of a better term, but things that we don't need it to go to. All right, so uh, you know, I'm I'm with I'm with paying more, but okay. it, it can't go to five thousand dollars for this, a hundred thousand dollars for this. You, you know, it, it can't go to that. It needs to go where it needs to go instead of us being told, "Oh, your tax dollars are being spent on this, 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 and this." And it's you you can look it up online. It's they hardly ever spend anything for us, man. All right, man, I'm with you. Well, you know, uh, I th- thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, have a good one, man. Same to you. All right, shout out to the caller. Bernie, man, that's not going to be good for business and not good for the country. One thing, you, you got to practice when under Bernie, uh, um, would it be presidency, rulership, whatever, you got to practice standing in the line for a long time for gas, food, water, electricity, all that. Let's get to the next call. All right, let's go. Unknown caller, you know, line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, BL, how's it going, brother? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Wonderful. It's me, Lance, man. Um, AKA Sir Chalice. I'm always in the chat. Uh, I like to say shout out to Ivan, AKA Sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I tell you, I go back, I watch the videos because sometimes I don't get to watch the whole thing because it, you know, it's like for three hours. And man, that that dude, man. I I think you should just. I like when you say Sir, Sir. Sir, sir. <laughs> last time he tried to take over the show i don't know if you noticed that every time you're about to say something he's like all right we're about to wrap up the call i was like <laughs> <laughs> i just had to bring that to light i just think dude's funny um anyways you know thank you for everything you do man i mean uh you know i don't agree with everything everybody says man but for the most part i agree with a lot of things you do one of the things the reason why i call tonight um i try to make it really quick I wanted to uh, speak on the Kobe Bryant thing. Uh, okay. The reason I want to speak on the Kobe Bryant thing is because 
our when when Kobe passed away, I I thought it was a joke because I saw it online. The problem with when you go to YouTube, man, YouTube is the worst thing to to hear anything, right? Yeah. And somebody say rest in peace, Kobe, and a person in the comment section says rapist, right? All right, cool. And the problem I have with this is Kobe Bryant. That case, every everybody can go look it up. Please do. Stop stop lying. I mean, the the there's there's no proof. It's none. They threw it out. <laughs> the, the girl was bragging, blah, blah. We all knew that. Right. The problem with people and facts, everybody seems to have a different facts. Just like Dwayne Wade talking about my truth. The moment you start saying my truth, I'm out. I'm out, man. Either it's true or false. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody ever says my false. How come you ain't ever said my false? Right. I'm going to start saying it. My false is, sir. Anyway, I <laughs> had you with that. So... It, the, the the thing is, it, it really upset me because within hours, when I looked at all the interviews, everybody just keep putting in Kobe's case, Kobe's case, Kobe's case, right? And the one thing that upsets me the most was the one of the big thing that happened that nobody talking about, and I'm going to bring light to this, man, is Ari Shafir, the comedian, was not funny. And if I don't know how come a lot of you guys aren't talking about this. He did this video about how this one man – got his today, he should have died 20 years ago for rape, blah, 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 right? And he was celebrating Kobe. He got he got a lot of stuff for it. He's in cahoots with Joe Rogan and them, all them. None of those comedic guys are talking about it, right? They're all trying to push it under the rug, which I always knew these cats was a bunch of degenerates. There are jokes and there are offenses, right? I'm not here to talk about free speech or whatever. There's common sense. You got free speech, you got common sense. You got free speech... And you also got common sense that says you might not want to go into Compton and yell the N-word at top of your voice, right? That's just what that is. You might have the freedom to say it, but you might – it is common sense. So that's the thing that hurt for the most. This man has passed away, and that's what we're talking about. Nobody was talking about it before. Everybody know the case is BS, but everybody's talking about that. The problem we have with this is um, – all somebody's got to do is put the word rape on you. And I got a problem with that because, you know, a lot of people believe what they want to believe about Bill Cosby. And I know you believe one way and I believe the other way. There are no proof. Bill is in jail on conspiracy. Right. You see, you need to, a lot of people need to understand this. You can go to jail for conspiracy. Here's what I want to say, because I know you want to interject and I want you to. Right. You're still there. I'm here. I'm listening. And, and I'll tell you why. If we are going to hold anybody on rape, if we are going to say that, just like last week that idiot called in to talk about black people and how we must have been raping our community. I'm like, man, what's, I don't know if you remember that call, but I wanted to call in right there and then, right? Because I knew what he was trying to do. Rape is serious. Everybody knows that. Everybody trying to get raped. But the problem is, in this day and age that we have DNA, if your butt don't want to bring it up now, keep your mouth closed. Because when it comes down to putting a man behind bars for the rest of his life, on conspiracy, that's BS, especially when we have DNA. When we have DNA that can prove the case, you spit near somebody, that's your DNA. We can't be going around bringing up stuff 40 years later and say how 60 women came out. We can't get 10 women to agree on anything, much as to get them to agree on 60. And not only that, those women, a lot of them came out and said they lied, right? Everybody got their own beliefs, right? Yeah, he drugged them, blah, blah, blah. Everybody was doing drugs. I wasn't there. You wasn't there. The only thing I think Cosby's guilty for is infidelity. And I'm mad at him for that. 
because his wife was ride or die. And he should have never did that, right? Me personally, don't believe in marriage because I don't think it benefits men. I know that. That's a whole other conversation. Also, I'm not signing a document between me and a woman in the government. We want to marry. We do our own thing. That's another conversation. But if you are going to get married, please respect it and treat each other respectfully. Cosby did not do that. If we are to try Cosby, let's try Cosby on that. Because Cosby was a made man when he came on the American Music Awards. Then he went on Oprah and said, black people, pull their pants up, stop using the N-word, blah, blah, blah. The white man ain't your problem. That's when Cosby became a marked man. And nobody was talking about that. You ever notice how you can go look up that interview with Oprah, with Cosby. Everybody was pro. Blacks need to help blacks, blah, 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 stop killing each other. In the last 10 years, no, it's cops killing us. Well, we all know we killing us. The narrative has changed. That got Cosby to be the marked man, and nobody wants to talk about it. But that's cool. Everybody has their own opinion. No problem. But there is facts. We, we should not be putting people in prison that, that so-called rape 40 years ago because we have DNA. If you don't come out then, keep your mouth closed. And don't, everybody can say, man, this dude's cruel. I'm not. Keep your mouth closed because guess what? This is conspiracy. We're putting away a man for life a long time in jail. Where's Weinstein? I don't know. Where's, that's my problem. It's like we, we pick and choose who we decide that we're going to try. And the Kobe thing got me really upset because this man is dead. And all everybody's talking about is a case that's been thrown out. It, it, it's like <laughs> there is no, there's no evidence. Like my, my thing is, and I'm going to say the name again, Ari Shafir. You guys go look that up. This guy's a dirtbag, scumbag, very disrespectful. I'm not a basketball fan, right? But I'm a fan of Kobe. Because why? Kobe was a guy. Well, caller, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to cut you off with. I got a lot of callers on the line. I got a little bit of time. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So if you can um, wrap it up right quick, I'll get to the next call. Well, thank you for the call, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm a fan of Kobe and his work. It worth ethic. That's what it was all about. We got to have some respect and call people out for what it is. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Bye. Thank you for the call. All right. All right. Shout out to the caller. Most certainly appreciate him. I ain't mean to cut him, but I just, time is limited. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Let me get to the next call. All right, Victor, what's happening? Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem, man. So, man, this uh, this month of February has been really bad for me. What happened? Well, first off, the um, NFL rigged the Super Bowl to make Kansas City win so they can have a half black man to, <laughs> uh, to win the Super Bowl. And you know what? The NFL discriminated against the LGBTQ uh, community because they knew that there was a gay uh, lesbian <laughs> couple on the San Francisco team. They didn't want her to win. Uh, they are on the wrong side of history. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And then Andrew Yang dropped out. So I can't, I'm not going to get my $1,000. And, um, <laughs> And there's no people of color. There's only one person of color now in the Democrat part, uh, race. And who would that be? Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, that's right. Pocahontas. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> you, you, you know that rule, right? One drop of blood, that means you're Indian. One drop. She might get a dust in the blood, let alone a drop, and that makes her Indian. So we roll with that. Yeah. So 
Um, I'm hoping, hoping she wins. I mean, that's the only color person I'm, I, I have to vote for. I mean, um, Biden, um, Bi- Biden, disappoint me because he just lost his black card. I mean, I wish, I wish there's corn pop was running for him because he's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyways, um, you know, black people will turn on you quick. You know how they have been talking about, oh, Oprah should run with Michelle Obama. And now ever since this Kobe Bryant thing, they turned on Oprah quick. Uh, yeah, I remember that because everybody was saying, oh, she'd be great. She'd be a great president, this, that, and the third. Now all of a sudden, she's the worst thing in the world. She's a coon. I saw a picture of her that they had Gail and Oprah on the cover of White Chicks. They, they painted on white and everything. Yeah, I, re- <laughs> I remember that, man. I remember that. I mean, and if they just, if they just put their feelings to the side and just really listen to the interview. Gail King, uh, Gail King didn't do anything wrong. She just mentioned about what the uh, what media is saying. And then most importantly about the interview, that she has given a woman a platform to actually go against what the media has been saying about Kobe Bryant. But no, they just want to, basically, they just want that part of Kobe life to be covered up instead of trying to even use that, uh, use that part of life and see it as some type of redemption story. Because after, uh, because after that incident, you never heard from Kobe Bryant and he became a full family man that support, uh, that supported his wife, supported his kids, supported the, uh, the women movement. I mean, he, uh, before he died, he mentioned how there's three WNBA players that could play in the NBA. Now, I know he was lying through his teeth, but uh, he said it to basically uplift uh, uplift the women. After that incident, you didn't hear anything about Kobe Bryant. But yet, though, they want to bury that story to prevent that type of redemption story. Exactly. 100% correct. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the last thing I want to talk about is the whole Dwayne Wade thing. Um, this shows that there's uh, people don't believe in objective truths anymore. Um, talking about uh, talking about his truth, or you want to go based off feelings and stuff. Uh, I had this discussion uh, on Facebook, and I just said that we all have desires. It's nothing wrong to have desires, but what it is is that if you act on those desires, desires or feelings doesn't dictate how you were born. They're just, uh, they're just what they are, uh, desires and feelings. Okay. Just because you have that desire doesn't mean that you have to act on that desire. And I know that if I'm in that situation, I would tell my son, look, you could have that desire. You could have that feeling. You could be gay. You could call yourself a woman. But I'm not I'm not going to agree with that. And you will always be my son and I will still love you as a person. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to agree with uh, with your choices. That's right. I mean, it seems logical to me. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So uh, and also 
people want to talk about, oh, it's a, uh, it's natural to like people. Well, I mean, if it's not surrounded by truth, and if you want to talk about natural, we are born to be heterosexuals because what's the only, what's, there's only one organ that's really incomplete in the human body, and that's the reproductive organ. Mm. And it's only complete when, uh, when it is complemented by the opposite sex. If we were truly born homosexual, then we would have the reproductive organ that complement the same sex, but we don't. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks for taking my call. And thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, then. Bye. Thank you so much for the call. A lot of, lot of truth bombs on that call for sure. And thank you all for joining. I most certainly appreciate you. 718, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, yes, this is Analytical Chick. All righty, what's going on? So I wanted to cover actually the whole D-Wave thing. I had a different angle, which you kind of tapped into a little. You mentioned Zaire, his older brother. And I also, other people that covered him were um, Amazing Lucas, uh, Jericho Green. Shout out to Jericho Green yet again. And uh, Street Politics with Talisha. Um, she's a smaller channel. People should check her out. She also covered it. But you were the only one in covering it who mentioned his older brother, Zaire. And I think, as you sort of started to allude to, because Zaire was getting attention because he's good at basketball and he's on the 14th best team in the United States, Sierra Canyon. You also watch Sierra Canyon? I don't know I do. Now, I've not seen their games, but doesn't um, Bronny also play for them? Yes, Bronny plays them. So I was a huge Scotty Pippen fan in the 90s, and Scotty uh, Jr. graduated from there, and he was on their team last year. Not with um, Bronny and Z Wade are both, or Z Wade are both new this year, so they didn't play with Scotty. But um, I think they're all friends with Preston, Scotty's younger brother. Okay. Anyway, um, so I watch all the highlights. Um, so I'm familiar with the team. And one thing I notice is I haven't seen the always, oh, Dwayne Wade is on the sidelines, and they show him, and they use that to bait people into watching the videos when they do the highlight videos. And I haven't seen D. Wade in the sidelines since Damien Classic, which was um, – it was like the the end of December and the beginning of January. It was like a three-day thing. And so I wonder if, you know, maybe this um, other child, the 12-year-old, uh, we won't use the name because, you know, we don't know which name we want to use. Right. Um, but the 12-year-old, I feel like he's doing this for attention because his brother was getting the attention from basketball. And this is such an easy way. To, uh, he's getting more attention than his brother, and he had to do no work. All he had to do was come out with his truth. So I don't think it's just the parents wanting the attention. I think it's also the child wanting the attention. Yes. And I wanted to point that out. That's, that's a very good point, especially since uh, Zion 
or whatever his name is now. Uh, Ryan or Zion, exactly. <laughs> Those are the two options for a potential name. The 12-year-old. <laughs> there you go. The 12-year-old, he's also the middle child, or he was up until the most recent baby that's only like a year old. So No, he's, he was the youngest until the baby. The other child is Dada, who's actually um, adopted. It's it's um, it's uh, Zaire's, it's their cousin, Zaire and Zion's cousin, a.k.a. the nephew, biologically, but... No, no, you, 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 you forgot about the um the sad baby that he had with Gabrielle Union, remember? Oh, no, no, I know who you're talking about. Um, It was with... I mean, not, 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 I not, am not, Toya or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it, it wasn't with Gabrielle, but he had it while he was with Gabrielle, so yeah. So, you had the sad baby, and then you had Zaire, and then you had Zion in the middle, and then the adopted child. And then now the new right. baby. But so. I don't know if like, I don't know how much interaction with they have with that kid. Right, right, I understand. So I don't know if he would really have you know like a middle child syndrome from that. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Either way, it's you know the the, the point is that you're right. It's it's about the attention. So. Yep. So and if you're not getting that attention, then you come out and do this and. It becomes this whole big thing. Now he's getting more attention than Zaire, who is probably going to go to the NBA and be a big star. Right. And then the family is super close with LeBron's family. So even Bryce is, I think, I think in the same grade. Um, Bryce is in seventh grade, and I think that um, the, the 12-year-old would also be in seventh grade. So you also have this family that's like, like family to your family and this kid who's your own age is also getting attention because Bryce is getting attention from basketball now. He's actually getting clips up on baller visions and stuff. Mm, yeah. So everybody around him is getting attention. Him, her, him, or whatever. <laughs> everybody around this child is getting attention. And, you know, this is just an easy, cheap, you know, attention coupon that you can cash in without working for it. And, you know, the teachers have all these comments about, oh, maybe it's this. And, you know, I'm sure the way the teachers talk about it, that the kids pick up on, like, oh, I'm going to be praised if, if I am this. So why can't I be this? Right. Exactly. You know, they spike themselves into thinking that they are these things that are going to get them attention. It's all about attention. Exactly. Exactly. All right, everybody, check out my channel. I haven't made a video in a while, but you can check out my backlog of old videos. And check out Jericho Green and Talisha, uh, Street Politics with Talisha, everybody. All right, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you so much. All righty, shout out to Analytical Chick for the call. Most certainly appreciate her. And you guys on the drill, the number to call is 434-658-1220-732. You're in the line. Who am I speaking to? This is Enrique Baron Cruz. I'm just calling to, you know, talk about how Trump is not for black people and, you know, we can do better. All right. Before you do that, I got a little bit of feedback in the background. Can you take the speakers down for me, please? I got you. Thank you so much. All righty. So why do you think that Trump is not for black people? Trump isn't for black people. Let's check out the policies. Money, money going to the top 1%. Uh, nothing, nothing, damn, they're going to, you know, I believe the rest, 90%, the top 10% was looking pretty good, but 
It's uh, a lot of that money's going to the top. But wait a minute. But, but wait a minute. We got the lowest black unemployment rate in recorded history since what the sixties. So y'all need to, man. Y'all need to stop saying that. Is it? Bro. I mean, am, am I lying about that? Am, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 Did I lie about that? Man, it went down like one point six percent. Sir, sir. The question. The question was, did I lie about that? <laughs> How you gonna ask that? Okay. No, nah, you ain't lying about. All it. All right then. So what's the problem? Because you're not saying the full truth. It all didn't happen with him. Some of it was under Obama, who I don't like. And some of it is, you know, and 1.6 of it was under, like, Trump. And you can't give all the credit to that. That's like Trump coming out and saying, well, Ivanka had got us uh, 14 million jobs. Trump, shut your ass up. Trump, Ivanka ain't got no 14 so, million jobs. So all the money, all the money, all the money is going to the 1% under Trump, but... We can we can we can blame him for that, but the unemployment rate we can't blame we can't say that he did that. Okay, I got you. So so the bad things we put on Trump's back, but the good things we put on somebody else. Is that is that what bruh, we're gonna do? Bruh, bruh, the the Republican Party always been like that. The Democrats lie about it, say that they're helping out people, and the Republicans and the conservative values they just ignore it. They don't. They ain't doing nothing for black people. They ain't shit. They don't even. Oh, call it. Call it. Call it. Call it. Call it. Call it. You can't cuss though. That's the only thing you can't cuss. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. Listen. Listen, my boy. The they they ain't doing nothing for black people. They at least the Democrats is lying about it. Like, okay, cool. Y'all lying about it, but we hip on that. The Republicans and them conservatives, man, come on, bro. They just saying all that stuff. They pretend like they're hearing it. They're not really hearing it. They turn their back to it. And how, and I'm saying Trump ain't for black people because how is this man going to, well, he's already the president. His wife, I don't know if you've seen it, my brother, but the, the man's wife be swatting his hand away like but what does that gotta even if that's true what <laughs> even if even if that's true what does that gotta do with anything we talking about policy we talking about helping black people what you mean i gotta do what's it gotta do with it how can, how can he how can he make the country happy you can't even make your own wife happy bro i mean people, number one number people, one sir house sir house sir i'm answering your question house. I'm answering your question. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, now, number go one, that's just what you are thinking about a relationship. It could be true, it can be false. It don't really matter. At the end of the they day, at the, sir, I'm, I'm talking, sir, sir. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. At the okay. end of the day, what really matters is policies that are on the books. Now, my question to you would be, what do you want to see a president do for black people in general? Any president, what wow. do you want to see done? I want I want reparations for my people. <laughs> I, want rep, I, I want I want reparations that you know, and you laugh you laugh. At yeah, and you know no nobody's gonna give that to you. Republic. No nobody will give that to you. So you nobody's gonna. I, I, I know that, but 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 you said what do I want to see okay. the president uh, okay. do? So, so, that, so that's 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 one. one. And then what else? I want them, you know, I want them looking to education. Like, I heard you say something about uh, job training and, you know, more jobs. I actually like that, you know what I'm saying? I agree with you on some stuff and some stuff I don't agree with you with. Job training, jobs, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be as bad as people be talking about Ivan up on here, but I'm I'm, but I'm about to go in. We need, uh, we need. How, we how need about how about school more. choice? Are you fan of school choice? What's that? Who, 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 what? School choice. Do you know what that is? school choice now nah, what is that you get to pick a school you know your kid to go to yes 
because the way it is right now, the Democrats say, okay, you live here. That's where you got to go to school. You can't go nowhere else. But with us on the right, we're saying you, you're going to a bad school. Your child's not getting educated properly. We'll be able to have you take your child to the school of your choice. You can go to a better school and get educated, a public school or private, whatever you want, charter, whatever you want. How you feel about that? Okay, well, that sounds better, but when you when you trying to send your child to that private school, private schools cost money. I said I said public, I said public or private or charter. I did not just say I, private. I, all right, all right, my man. But we both know the education system is a little bit more better in private schools. It, it depends on where you at. It, it depends on where you at. Sometimes you can go yeah, to, a, so. but see, the thing about it is, not everybody can go to a private school. It don't matter what race you are. And a lot of these public schools are very good, you know. So if you are at a bad, hold on. If you are at a bad public school, you'd be able to go to a better public school and get a better education. Okay, you may not be able to afford like something that a rich person would get, but that's not always available to everybody. Most people, period, regardless of their race, can't afford sure, that. But, but you, how, how, how come? How come the, the same stuff the rich people get? How come we can't get it? Because that's they got to pay for it. It's, it's just, it's just, it's just like saying, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that's like saying, okay, okay. okay, if a person that's rich has a Maserati, why can't I get one? Because you don't have that kind of money, you got to be able to afford it. But that don't mean you're going to get bad education. Just because it's not what the rich people pay for, I mean, it's going to be bad. Like, you may not have a Maserati, but you may have a Toyota or a Honda. It's still a good car. It gets you from A to B. It'll get the job done. It's reliable. That don't mean it is bad because it's not the same thing a rich person has. Okay, well, okay, well, uh, you may not have the Maserati, but we, okay, fine. Who cares about the material things? We need a quality and you know what are people we need you know what i'm saying i'm just not for black people uh, you can say i'm for all people but i'm for the you know the righteous people oh and, and um and, and another thing if uh if y'all not racist you know what i'm saying shut up and get out the way because when we talking when we when we're going off and talking and bringing up slavery and when we going off and bringing up you know certain things that y'all say, oh, you you guys are like a broken record. You're always saying this stuff. When we're saying that stuff, we're talking to the racists. So y'all claim that y'all are not racist. I know you ain't racist, ABL, so, but I see some of your little fans. I see some of your little fans in the comments. I, um, The way that they talk, no, the way well, the way that your fans in the comments, the way that they, you know, put out their, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 their uh, commentary, their text, you know, how, how how they speak about people, they say a little certain thing. Oh, people get it. Why are you guys so, why are you guys getting so emotional when you speak? Oh, slavery was back then. Man, slavery was back then, but hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of my people was killed. And you guys want to bring up 21 million aborted babies? That's not here. Well, let's, let's, I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, Okay, if slavery was wrong, which it was wrong, if killing black folks was wrong, hold on, let me finish. I'm I'm, I'm gonna get to it, and you're gonna understand what I'm saying. If slavery was wrong, which it is wrong, nobody would argue that. If killing black folks was wrong during slavery, which it is, nobody's gonna argue that. Then why would abortion be a thing that a lot of black folks support? Because we vote for the Democrats who all support abortion. There is not one Democrat. Wait a minute. There's not one Democrat running that is against abortion. They're all for abortion. So how would that not be bad? And I think you voted against if slavery was bad, which it was, if murdering black folks during slavery was bad, which it was. I don't understand how that makes any sense. 
well, one is a choice and one wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So, we're, so, we're, so we're choosing to kill ourselves rather than being killed by others involuntarily. How are you killing an unborn? It's not even a fetus yet, my man. Some, oh, you know, I, oh. They're, so, they're so if you have, are, are you married? Do you have kids? Yeah, I got a wife and I got one son. So, when your son was in your wife's womb, what was it? Nothing. Man, my wife had three other abortions. She, I was with her at the clinic while she had the three other abortions. You feel me? Like. So like, what was your sign when it was in your wife's womb? Nothing? It wasn't no fetus yet. It just don't pop into the wife's womb as a fetus. What was your sign when it was in your wife's womb? It was, the, it was uh, uh, I guess they call it an embryo. It's developing, into, it's, developing, it's developing into an embryo. But it's not that. It's not even an embryo yet. I don't have the word to, call, uh, to say what it is before it's the embryo, but before it's an embryo is something else and it has to swim to the egg and you know and by the way sperm can die out in three days before you even get to the egg but you know before uh, but, do, you, but, do you understand the process of fertilization of an egg with, with the you know the sperm fertilizing the egg do you understand that process called conception i ain't paying attention to all that <laughs> okay I now i put it to you like this when the sperm fertilizes the egg at that point, you have conception, and then from conception, the child is developing. Just like a baby, you know, goo goo gaga, all this, that, and the third, up into, you know, toddler, running around, crawling, and then you get to be a little kid, then a teenager, then an adult. It's a development cycle that comes from conception all the way up until they get to be elderly and then pass on. That's how that works okay. as far as human life is concerned. Now, when a woman has a new abortion, how do you think an abortion actually happens? What are they doing in an abortion? They're going up in there, chopping up the baby, chopping. Up oh, so the, it's a baby. Uh, oh, okay. I thought it was an embryo. I, I mean, you know, is it a baby or what? You you, you said it right there. You caught yourself. You just said it was a baby. So, you know, you know what I mean. No, nah, you said no. Nah, you said you said it right. No, nah, you you were right. I'm I'm not I'm not correcting you. I'm just pointing out the fact that you're right. You said that it was a baby. So we're talking about human beings being killed. So why would anybody want 21 million human beings being killed voluntarily? It was wrong during slavery. It's wrong right now. Yeah. ABL ABL during that process, the women can go to the parent parenthood before it even gets to a nine month year old or an eight month year old baby. They can catch it way before that time. I don't like how a woman is chopping up an eight-month-year-old baby or a nine-month-year-old so, baby. So at what point is a baby, at what point should you not kill a baby? If you catch it before it starts really developing into that embryo. But the question was, at what point, like as far as the, the, the number of weeks and months, at what point, like in a specific date, should you not be able to kill a baby? Because you said that eight months is too long. So at what point should you not be able to kill a baby that's in gestation in the womb? Well, parent parenthood, I don't know if you guys have been there, they will let you know. You tell me. There's a point. Okay, well, what point would you not, would you not do it? My opinion, well, what, 13 weeks in, you know. is Why, why 13 I, weeks and not 12 weeks or 14 weeks? To be... To be honest, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all about how the person feels. Why 13 weeks? Because I don't know. It's, I guess it's really starting to develop pretty good. What are you basing that on? 
I'm I'm basing that on, you know what I'm saying, going to – I might be wrong about the week count, but I heard the, the doctor at Planned Parenthood say that there, there is a certain point of no return with this, even though I heard something contradicting that, saying that, you know, uh, there has been babies that has been chopped up that like eight, nine months. So I'm hearing two different things. Because it's, it's all I, lies. You're being lied to. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you one last question, then I got to get to my next call. Um, okay. Do, do you know who started Planned Parenthood and why? Uh, listen, people got their own choice. The, the question was, do you, do you know who started Planned Parenthood and why? They, uh, I don't know who started Planned Parenthood, but apparently you're, you're going to tell. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. They, they did it so they can, you know, kill off black people. What about the black people that could have been here that was killed off during slavery? Our ancestors could have been here right now the same the same way. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand your logic because you're, you're talking about those that were killed off during slavery and they should be here. Wait, wait a minute. They should be here. You're correct. But those who were aborted should also be here. You shouldn't separate them. How are you going to say it was wrong to kill people during slavery but it's not wrong to kill them during abortion it's the same thing there's no difference there's a choice in one you think the people during slavery wanted to get killed the baby doesn't even know the baby does not want to get killed either how does the baby even would know it don't matter if the baby knows or not the baby a baby is a baby the baby don't know what's going on a baby does not want to get a, a, a like if you are a parent it's your job to protect the baby if you don't protect wait 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on sir 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 wait a minute sir if you are an adult right now with a baby and you don't protect it and you don't take care of it what's going to happen cps come knocking give me your baby right now sir because you're not doing right you might get locked up behind that if you don't take care of your baby while it's born but when it's not born you can kill it and it's okay it doesn't make any sense but at the same time you want to sit here and say that during slavery oh they should be here because they were killed i agree so should those babies that were killed in the abortion 50s 60s and 70s they killed martin luther king what in this it's that was 64 damn that was a long time so you're, you're trying to talk about those people that were killed and separate them from babies. It's the same. There's no difference. This is what I'm trying to get you to understand. It was wrong when they killed MLK. It was wrong when they killed slaves. It was wrong when they killed black folks by hanging them. All that was wrong. And abortion is also yeah. wrong. It is not different. Just because they're a baby. Wait a minute, sir. I'm, I'm going to finish up and then I got to get to my next thing. But just because they're a baby does not mean anything. They're a baby. You got to protect them. It's your responsibility as a parent to protect your child. And if you don't, you can get locked up if they're born but when they're not born you don't get in trouble for it it's because we've been convinced that it's okay to kill our babies but hey i hear you i hear you You feel me quick quick okay go ahead i hear i hear you i want to say one more thing and it's um it's all topic about the abortion i'm i'm in the hood y'all got it candace owens got to stop lying about that ballistic like that ballistic and candace owens i'm in the hood like i talk to my people my family my cousins they in hoods all over like Ain't no black people voting for no Trump, and we ain't selling Candace Owens. She got to stop lying about that black thing. I, uh, ABL, I'm out, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Be easy. You feel me? All right, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. You already know. You already know. Be easy. All right, now, peace. All right, shout out to the caller, but I got to go. Thank y'all for being here. Definitely appreciate you. If you were not able to get it online, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to try to get you on the line next time, but I got to go ahead and wrap it on up, put a bow on the top. Uh, thank you all for being here. I definitely appreciate you. You guys have been great tonight. Shout out to the Super Chatters. 
I'm gonna read you guys' super chats right quick. Thank you to uh Insanity Pepper who says white leftists yell awfully loud and obnoxiously until the black dude in the MAGA hat shows up. Suddenly they got nothing much to say. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for the donation. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Valeria Sarone for your donation. It's a uh you know a little emoji of a uh it's like a cat laughing or something or a fox. Thank you for the donation. Shout out to Zero who says, whatever happened to Sesame Street. Hey, it's been going downhill for a very long time. Leftist indoctrination. It's a shame. But thank you for your donation. Shout out to Brian Nolan who says, if you like watching ABL's videos, show your love by tipping right now. Hey, thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you for your donation and a suggestion. Thank you to a Brazilian American patriotic soldier who says, did he say no proof on Cosby? Uh, face palm. Hey, that's what he said in the previous call. Thank you for that. I most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to Brazilian American patriotic soldier again who says, ABL was cracking. I missed the show. Vote Trump with the prayer emoji. Thank you for that. I definitely appreciate you. Shout out to T-Bone MMA who says, everyone order the 2020 cat hat comes with the pin. There it is. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Joyce for becoming an ABL supporter. I appreciate you for that. And thank you to Seha who says, thanks, ABL, Godspeed, brother. Thank you for your donation and your support. I most certainly appreciate you. And shout out to everybody that's been here so far uh, all throughout the night. Shout out to the moderators. We got Michelle A, Liza Jean, Ansel, Bill from the Hills, Shreves. Uh, Thank you all for doing what you do. You know, I, I couldn't be sniping the trolls without you. T-Pain, of course, when she was in here sniping the trolls, you already know. But that'd be a wrap for me. I'll be back live again on Saturday of this week, 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. If you want to get this show that you're listening to right now in the audio-only format, go to the link in the description box. That'll be Anchor FM. I have my podcast over there. It'll be this show just in an audio-only format uploaded. This show we listen to right now will be uploaded Friday morning, and then the Saturday won't be uploaded Monday morning. That's my goal. And you guys subscribe to me over there if you want the audio only form. You know, you want to listen back to it when you're at your job or when you're working somewhere else or you're, you're traveling. It's available to you right there, 1000% free. Uh, it's just for you guys that were asking for it, there you have it. And I think that'll be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.